Hello. Hello, hello. <clears throat> Hi. I'm expecting James to do his patented hang up. Yes. Try yeah, I'm working on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Coming. Can, can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay, Skype has once again decided that even though you guys can hear me, it's going to show me as muted. Ah. How does it do that? Um, on my, like, so I have the window open, sure. and it has you, your circle, mm-hmm. and then it has my circle and James's circle, and sure. it has, normally when one of us talks, the circle lights up. Right. Um, but my circle is perpetually dark, and it shows my microphone with an X through it. Interesting. So my circle does not light up, even now as I'm talking, but my, my mute button looks normal. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, it's also giving me a warning at the bottom of my screen saying microphone muted. Oh, well, no. that is not the case. <laughs> yeah, so I guess so. Worry. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't know why gates open. James, you, you said ready, and then that has like the little predictive text thing, I guess, on Skype now. Yeah. So that was one of the possible things that I could just click in response oh. <laughs> to ready. Gates open. I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what oh, Skype man. wanted me to say, so I said it. <laughs> Perpetually with caps lock on, am I? Yeah, I'm gonna, and I'm also gonna stick it over in the. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Place in the in the place. correct area. Yeah. yeah you, can you delete stuff that I asked? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's just delete that then together. There you go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Skype. Uh, yes. How's it going? It's going well. How how are you doing? Oh, doing fine. Doing just fine. How's Zach? I'm good. Oh, I'm 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 good, thank you. Oh, good. <laughs> how was your guys' uh, weeks and weekend? Fine. Oh, I had yeah. a little I had a little moment this morning with my wife about you, Zach. Where, really? Um, <laughs> where she was addressing envelopes to send out invitations to a thing that's coming up. And she said, hey, I'm down to Zach and Elizabeth, but I only have one invitation left. Are you okay if I send it in the mail to Elizabeth and then, um, because your parents already are going to get one in the mail and then you can just like text Zach the image. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I've been ready to, uh, cut Zach out of my life. Lickety split in any moment. <laughs> God, we're just, finally, no, we're just waiting for you to pull the trigger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we've been laughing about that all day about how ready I am to just cut you out of my life and move on. Everything's okay, fine. Not, not a bad decision. Yeah, <laughs> I'd agree. Oh yeah. So I'll text. <laughs> I never texted it to you, so I'll do it now. No, no, it's too late now. Well, now there's a record. Yeah, now he feels offended. <laughs> well, the rest of them haven't even gone out in the mail, so you're actually getting it I'm early. Exclusive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, text to filth because that's how Zach is listed in my phone. Let me take my phone yeah. off the desk so that it does not make a very jarring loud sound. Yeah, Zach is oh, that's list- fine for yeah, Zach. They don't care. So with Wait, the, what? Oh, we don't care about the buzzing. 
Oh yeah, no, it would have been really loud. I had it right next <laughs> to the microphone. But James, with the with the four of us, this this specific group, me, Zach, uh, Matt, and Brian, we are big on the insults. Matt, a lot less so because he gets feelings hurt <laughs> pretty <Matt>. easily. <laughs> so we tend to have to go a little easier on Matt when it comes to that kind of stuff. We learned, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Poor Matt was not having a good time one year. There was there was one point where I guess we just took it too far about <laughs> just being mean to him. <laughs> And you said, yeah, he wasn't having a good time. But it, so in my phone, Zach is listed as filth. Matt is listed as Matt sucks. And then um, Brian and I have a separate deal where at some point we put each other in our phones. Where in my phone, he's Brian of Arimathea. And then <laughs> in his phone, I'm CJ of Nazareth. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So that's true. <laughs> so that, that exists. Yeah, that's fun. I speaking of CJ, hmm. I found out that my paternal grandmother's father, so like my dad's mom's dad, okay. uh, went by CJ. Oh, had no idea. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah had I have no clue. I found out one of the barflies that I know pretty well at Whiskey Barrel. I, yesterday, I found out his real name is Guy, and he's really? that's that's always weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> And his and he hates that, so he doesn't go by that. But um, his dad's full name was Guy Flem Barnett. His middle name is Flem. Like F L E M. F L E M. Oh man, that I hope that he went by that in real life. Just call me Flem and get it over with. <laughs> no, you went by Guy, and uh-huh. then, so then with his son, he didn't give him the middle name of Flem. Because he had an ounce of fucking mercy. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, his middle name was Flem because his parents, when they were like dirt poor in Missouri, trying to start their farm, the guy who really helped them out, his last name was Flem. Uh yeah, sure. So or Fleming or something. Yeah. yeah. So then they named the first kid after him. That is unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh I feel like that like is kind of a cop out too, guy. Like right. it's like naming a girl chick, right? Sure. Or um um no. I had a thing. <laughs> I had a thing in my head and I already lost it by the time I said it was gonna be something in Spanish. Yeah. Chica, but like like which naming, is actually Yeah, name. Chica. There you go. Naming your naming your, your daughter Chica. <laughs> This guy did guy used to be short for something? I don't know. Let's uh let's find that out. Internet listeners, tell us now. Tell us, Go. tell us. Hmm. First name origin. Oh, yeah. it's French for Guy. Oh good, are you on the Wikipedia page as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot that that's a name in French, Guy. And then it's also, there's an anglicization of the Hebrew name Guy, which means ravine. Hmm. Ravine. Why are you naming your kid Ravine? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. James, can you hear us? James is the one who went suspiciously silent. Yes. I may have also been suspiciously silent, but that's because I was clicking too many Wikipedia links. Ah. 
<laughs> James, are you around? James. Please come back to us, James. Guy of Gisborne. Is, Guido. Because uh, now I'm looking at Guido. I'm just trying to see what Guido means. Like Guido? Yeah. Doesn't that just mean, like, I thought that just meant, like, man. Probably. I, I don't know. I know the meaning of the name is debated with various sources indicating the Germanic Guido means wood, and others connecting the Italian form Guido to the Latin root for guide. Guide. Oh, okay. So I must have known Guido as a thing to call an Italian person that's not very nice. Yeah, yeah. That's what I always thought. Yeah. James, somehow I show you talking, but I don't hear you talking. Uh, well, I've oh, been silent are. listening to you guys talk about Guido for a moment, but yeah. I, I was there. I was <laughs> contributing to the conversation very oh, good. recently. Good. Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't there. I think it's my Wi-Fi. I wasn't paying attention, and I started the call while connected to Wi-Fi. Mm, and now I think uh, it's... One of those. So it's off now, so I should be okay. Ah, hello. Welcome, Hi, welcome yes. back. Why, thank you. Thank you. I've got a given name for Guido. One of the names is Paul Staines. <laughs> he's an was he a mobster? He's an Irish right-wing political blogger who publishes the Guido Fox website. Okay. So instead of Guy Fox, it's Guido Fox. That's very strange. Huh. Anyway. What hmm. else is new? James, James, you, you gave up bowling for us. Yeah, I feel very honored. I did. I did. Well, you know, you should. I, uh, I was back and forth, though. I was like, look, like, because philosophy is, if you say no enough when people ask you to hang out, they're going to stop asking you to hang out. Yes. Right? So, but I also don't like last-minute plans and last-minute mm-hmm. changes. Mm-hmm. And when you text somebody at 5.30 saying, hey, what are you doing tonight? Can we go bowling or do play board games? It's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how maybe? much do I really want to commit to this? Yeah, right? Like, maybe, you know, but also, no, I'd rather not. <laughs> right. I've done that dance many times where I'm like, I want you to tell me more information about this before right. I tell you anything about whether I can do it. Correct. But Correct. not have you know that I am waiting for you to give me this information so I can decide <laughs> whether or not I'm going to do it. Well, and it's more so like I like to gear myself up. Right, I like to go to sleep and then wake up going like, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this today, right? Sure. Like I, I know I like to plan out the day, you know, and I and sometimes there's a level of like, hey, fuck it, I'm not doing anything else, you know. Let's let's absolutely just go on a wild, you know, bowling hunt or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you call it a match, not a hunt. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there's no hunting involved. Hunting those damn um, balls. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I I like a little bit more of a ability to plan things. Things. Sure. Plus, like my car is is in the shop, so there's that, mm. and it would have I would have been reliant on that person for, you know, rides and stuff. Yeah. Are you guys off tomorrow? Yes. Uh, we we don't have work tomorrow, so that's good. Um, she has to go down and handle something though, so she's going to take a lift in the morning. Huh. Yeah. But we're technically free from other obligations, so that's good. Apparently, Lyft is like $2 off every ride this month or something. Oh, I think that goes based on you, personally. Uh, like, I think oh, the okay. discounts apply to different people at different times. I see. So a friend of the show, Jesse, was telling me that his lifts this month are much cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, it could be. 
could be happening, but I think it, it also has a, a, a like a direct relationship to the last time that you used it, like how often you use it. Oh, sure. The last time was that you used it because they're trying to you know trying to reward their return customers. I'd probably need to take more than one lift a year in order to qualify <laughs> for some kind of discount. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. They might you know they might just be like, hey, just so that you know. <laughs> But but you gotta check your notifications and shit. Well, yeah, I, I would also have to some... keep it on my phone. Yeah, uh, yeah. that too. I, I do. I don't use it that much more than you do, CJ. Mm. Like instead of one time a year, maybe like five or six times a year. But periodically, when I'm cleaning out my email, I'll, be, I'll like come across this email from them where it's like, oh, get twenty five percent off your next four rides. Oh, see, I'm, I see, I'm big on not only Zach and I always have a conversation about how many apps are on our phone because I work very hard at having as few as possible <laughs> because of things like Lyft. Like, okay, I take maybe one, well, I take more than one Lyft a year, but I order about one a year. So I don't need an app on my phone year round for something that's going to happen once. Sometimes I can download right. that app when the time comes. Exactly. In addition to the privacy concerns about, like, why do I need this app that can know where I am on my phone all the time? All of the time, right. Yeah. So, and then additionally, I am very, very, I guard my email inbox jealously. (laughs) So, it takes a lot for you to be a service that I allow to send me periodic emails about. Like that makes sense. Money off of a lift ride. I, I should be more like that because my email gets clogged really quickly. Mine too. I just go through twenty-five or thirty emails a day. Oh, see, no, sir. I just checked. <laughs> Who has time for that? <laughs> I just opened my email. Now, Nextdoor keeps emailing me, even though every time they email me, I unsubscribe. And it's not really anything that's important. Sometimes it is. You know, sometimes you want to know, like, when, you know, there's gunshots or people Yeah. At this point, though, I'm pretty sure, and I'm gonna, I'll do it live on air, I'm just going to delete my next door. Because I don't use it enough to ever Warrant care. Warrant getting actual emails. Select reason. Yeah. I, I got, I too deleted much the app, but I... Keep it because some of the emails are funny. Some of the yeah. things people worry about just make you yeah, take yeah, <laughs> or complain about yeah. Like some yeah. people are fucking are on one, and it's like just wanting the world to listen yeah. about stuff, and it's like <laughs> not what this is for, sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just got a tip from them actually the other day from from somebody on next door saying, "Hey, you know the uh, uh, the uh, sap tree season is coming back. Uh, a way that you can prevent that." is to get this specific product and uh, put it around your trees, which uh, fends off aphids. And the tree produces sap as a natural defense for the aphids. So hmm. um, if you catch it early enough, your tree won't sap, in the, which is great. So I'm hoping. There's no way to know yet, but we, we did the thing. And uh, so we'll see if it works. If it does, I'll huh. let you know. I'll report back. Interesting. My big issue yeah, this, this time of year is the birds. I have a big-ass oak tree in front of my house, and so oh, if yeah. you're parked anywhere near the oak tree, then your car is just covered in bird shit. Bird shit, yeah, which is lovely. Yeah. Can you get, like, a scarecrow? <laughs> 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 One of those, like, birds that just screeches by itself? Yeah. Put an owl on my roof, a fake owl. Yeah, like, yeah, one of those electric owls. would be great. 
<sighs> Man, next, yeah. next door didn't email me anything about having deactivated my account, which... No, they're pouting now. They're upset well, with you. Too bad. <laughs> Get over it, next door. <laughs> so I finally broke, and I finally created a, a theater for Facebook. I hear. Oh. <laughs> You've heard? <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> Big news. <laughs> yeah. I uh, Something that you just said reminded me of that, but I can't remember what it was because I got distracted by this my old search for the history of the name Guy, which I uh, never followed through. <laughs> Paul Staines. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, um, maybe it was something about getting the email. Are you getting a lot of Facebook email? Yeah, and so that's what it is. So I'm constantly, like, I put a, pr- first I created this weird name. Like, my first name was James Key, and my second name was Theater Only, mm. right? And my <laughs> friend requested the artistic director of the theater just because, so that I, because that way, the way that the plays work now is any time they have to communicate a scheduling thing, they put it into a secret Facebook group. But you have to be friends with someone to invite you to the secret Facebook group. It's not something you can just follow because it's secret, right? Well, you can request. I did that to get into the nice work one. But you're not friends with anyone in the night group? Nope. Son of a bitch. I was misled. So now I have <laughs> like four Facebook friends that I don't want or need, but I can see... <laughs> I can see all of their shit. And so I'm constantly like, and I'm guessing what happened is people got notified that I was now friends with someone. So like every 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. I'm getting somebody else friend requesting me. And I'm like, fuck. And I'm constantly showing my phone to Jenny. Like, look, someone else, like another person has friend requested me. Um, And she goes, just ignore it. And I'm like, no, like that's so fucked up. Like, yes, ultimately that's what I'm doing. But like, there's a huge level of guilt. Right, like now, if I see that person again, they're gonna be like, "Hey, you didn't accept my friend request, right?" And so, I, yeah. like, and I put a, a profile message saying, "Hey, like, don't be offended if I don't accept your request. This is just for theater stuff, but it's not stopping them from fucking sending me requests." See, you're doing you're doing too much work. Yes, <laughs> my profile is my picture and my name. Full stop. I have the small amount of friends that I have, which is, I think three. And then when people send me friend requests, I delete those requests. Yeah. Except my late well, uncle, so now- because that's one of the, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> one of the last <laughs> things he did is he friend requested me on Facebook and then like died a week later. So you kind of, I got it. That's my small way of honoring my, my uncle for now, I guess, <laughs> is that I'm not going to delete his Facebook friend request. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so and, what I and it hasn't come was, up. Uh, it hasn't come up in real was, life. I see those people all the time, and they don't all go, the time. Hey, nobody's you never accepted yet. it because they just <laughs> one one of the cast members of the show, Baby, friend requested me during the show, Baby, and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> you are on stage. Like I'm not gonna fucking no. But so I've settled with just uh, turning off all notifications. For that shit. So uh, now I don't see when it happens. It just shows up as a number, and then I just go and click it, but don't look at anything. Do you have the app on your phone? I do. Yeah. Uh, there you are, right, right, right on in there. Yeah, it's doing too much. You got to be careful with that much. app too. I don't know about for iPhone, but on Android, that thing's a power sync. Oh yeah, for everybody. everybody. Oh, is it? Yeah, it it'll 
even though it even though you're not really using it, it will steal all of your power. All your battery. If, not if I have it closed though, right? Just if mm, I have it open. Yes, if you have it closed too, because they're sneaky snakes. Ah, yeah, they used to be. Like I said, I, I don't, I deleted the app a while ago because it was killing my phone battery. Even though I still have a Facebook, but you were never active on that thing. No, no, it's a matter of time before I delete it. But it won't matter very much because I love Instagram. So <laughs> unfortunately, they're not owned by the by Facebook. Yeah, so. I have the same. I have the same personal issue of enjoying the Instagram experience, but hating the people who own it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Instagram is now owned by Facebook for like yeah, five years. For like a few years, yeah. Ah. Essentially, the entire time I've liked Instagram, it's been owned by Facebook. <laughs> I thought yeah. there was a rule against monopolies on shit like that. There, yes, but this is a this is a brave new world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see. When did Facebook buy it? Initial release in 2010. I hated Instagram when it first came out because I hated everybody who was on it. <laughs> yeah, see, I do you still or are you just more tolerant I just block people I'm pretty liberal oh, with the blocking I block everybody I hate on Instagram and I report every single ad as spam ah lovely <laughs> every single ad I see I immediately report it as spam and like so probably 1 in 20 ads they say thank you for letting us know we've removed that ad oh good makes feel like you've got a change done <laughs> I mean, sort of. <laughs> Mostly they're just going, eh, it's another guy who doesn't want to <laughs> see ads. Here we go. Report ad. It is spam. Sometimes I'll say that it's sexually explicit. <laughs> or racially charged. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Facebook bought Instagram in 2012. Jesus. Oh, Seven man. years. Yeah. Younger than I thought. Jeez. Two years after it started, it was purchased by Facebook. We'll see how long my Facebook lasts this time. I did it just for nice work if you can get it, but if but I don't have anything else on the direct horizon after that, so it may just be a three-month fucking deal. <laughs> Good. One of my... Because uh, I tried to do it before, and I tried to create just a theater Facebook before, but it, it I tried to use a picture of my dog first. Mm-hmm. And it flagged it as uh, non-human, and it apparently uh, admin blocked my user my email from from being allowed to have a Facebook. So I tried to when I went to set this one up, I tried to add that email, and it was like, no, that email account has been blocked by uh, admin because <laughs> of a previous you know the previous yeah. thing with uh, with a dog picture. <laughs> it didn't even give me a reason. It was just like this has been blocked by. Admin like find another email and I was like well fuck Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah so I had to create a special fucking email just for my Facebook which caused Jenny to pick on me she was like did you really create a new email just for Facebook and I like had to explain to her <laughs> oh my god wait how many email accounts do you guys have now I have four. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I have three. You have three? I have... So, technically, only two that I use. Well, I... actually, so I lied. I have, like, four or five, but I only use two. So I have four um, with my work email with the school district. Oh, I don't count my work email, because oh. that one 
it's just part of the functionality of my job. I don't like get emails on that one. It's just like a, it's a way to text message at work. Right. Yeah. But, but I mean, I guess, so if I'm counting it, I have five. Okay. So I have four, including that one. One that I've had since I was looking at it cause I needed to go in. I recently got to a point on my main email address where I couldn't send or receive emails and I didn't know that it happened. But it, <laughs> but it happened because my Google Drive was full. Oh, uh, yeah. I hit my 15 gigs of space on my Google Drive that they give you for free, and so they were pushing for me to buy more. But then I kept looking into it, and I'm looking all over on Google Drive, like, what is going on? Where where did all my storage space go? Because of the things that are in here, it doesn't equal 15 gigabytes. Well, it turns out... You not only need to delete things from your Google Drive, you need to then go into your deleted items and empty the trash. Yep. Oh. Yep. I had still storing it. I had 15 gigabytes of things that I needed once for five minutes. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, so now I'm back to only having like two gigs in my Google Drive, which makes a ton more sense based on how much I use that. Is there a setting that you can do to where it will automatically delete it from both? Or will it'll automatically empty your trash after X amount of days? Wouldn't that be nice? I should check on that. Anyway, so in doing that, I found out that I have had Gmail since the first year that Gmail existed. I knew I was early, hey, but I didn't know it was like literally right that first year. Yeah, <laughs> back when you still had to invite folks. Exactly, when you only got five invites, and so a friend of mine, I was one of her five invites. Who I like so okay? Who was the first then? Who was the Jesus or the Adam rather? Sergey Brin, probably. Man. Sir, what? Sergey Brin. Gay Brin. Sergey Brin is the CEO of Google. I don't know how long he has been. That Sergey Brin. Uh, Are you saying Sir Gabe or Sergey Brind? He's a Russian man. Okay, so Sergey. Yes. Gotcha. He co-founded Google with Larry Page. So one of those two was probably the first. And then you just invite fucking people that you like. That's that's crazy to me that everybody is just connected by fucking five degrees and now the entire world is on Gmail. Well, well, so first it started with, because it was a it was a test project to see if they could do it. So it started with everybody got five invites and then at a certain point okay. you got 100 invites. And now at this point you can just make a Gmail. You don't need a, an invite. Right. Yeah. You can just do it. But so it was like a couple years later, I think by 2010 you just had a hundred invites. And so you could basically invite as many people as you wanted. Unless you knew more than 100 people. Well, unless you knew more than 100 people without a Gmail. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. So now I'm in settings. <laughs> <laughs> Walking our listeners through how to customize your Gmail account. Yeah. <laughs> Man, nope, there's no way to just automatically empty the trash. I'll just have... Now I know. Yeah, that's a thing that you have to look for. You, when you get your notification, hey, you're almost full. Like, okay, better go and see. Right, because I, I had ignored gigs. that for a really long time. Of like, hey, you're almost full. It's like, Pfft. 
bullshit. Yeah, right. Bullshit. Like, how could I almost full. be full? You're just sending it based on the time frame. You're just trying to sell me more storage. <clears throat> but yeah, it, it, for like a week, it shut down my email and didn't allow me to send or receive anything. And I didn't find out until first one person told me that they tried to email me and they kept getting like an auto reply of they couldn't email back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then a second oh. and third person told me that. And I was like, oh, sounds like there's an actual problem here. <laughs> so I had to go investigate. Yeah. Which that week, I was very surprised at how little emailers I received. <laughs> you were like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, this is nice. People just don't need to talk to me. As of right now, I average, if you don't include my work email, I average probably six emails a day. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Jeez. I, uh... <laughs> Zach, <laughs> where are you sitting? I have to, I've deleted all of them for the day, but I don't know. I get normally for each, for my main account, my main email that I use for most stuff, probably about... 10 in the primary box, and then God knows how many in the promotions box. Oh, you just have things sent to a specific promotions thing? Well, Gmail does, automatically. What? So, like, when you click on Gmail, you have primary, social, and promotions. Boy, I don't check my email on the computer ever. (laughs) Oh, no. But also, you you have to use it in that capacity first. Like, Jenny told me that hers just automatically did that, too. Mine does not. Mine sends everything to my email. Yeah. So, uh, categories? Like, and, oh, so like that. Where is that she has Yeah. Yeah, like it'll send like the next door and Twitter shit to social and then like uh, you know, the stuff from like um Fudu or my shop or like Wayfair or whatever will go to promotions and yeah. then the other stuff will go to primary. Huh. Oh, so you are you in the Gmail app? No, this is well. I mean, on my computer. Oh, I think okay. I, and the app on my phone it does the same thing though. Is it? Is so I true? click on Gmail and then yeah, so it shows me my primary and then I swipe to the left and then it has social and promotions and then it has my labels and then yeah. I used to spend a lot more time on Gmail with my first one fifteen years ago. <laughs> So I had a lot of very specific labels that I used, but mine is automatically pushing things into promotions as well, even things that ended up in my inbox. Mostly my promotion emails, though, are, we're sorry to see you go after I <laughs> I finally got through. I gave some money to demand progress. Ugh, don't do it. Even well, I don't know what that is. All the time. It's, a, it's a political action committee. It's just... Oh... They they needed money, and I thought that they were doing good work, so I gave them some money. And then I got too many emails all the time. So I finally was able to get off of their list. <laughs> Thank God. All right, so this stuff is in my promotions thing, but it also was at one point in my inbox. Yes. That's interesting. So it looks like you can view it just as an inbox as a whole, or you can view it uh-huh. as the specific categories. I see. I understand. I think it's been a while since I used it. I think there's a way where if you have multiple Gmail accounts to view all emails from all accounts. Oh, one. that yes. would be nice. That sounds Although smart. I'd like to try and keep... I have one that's pretty much just for spam. Well, now 
it's essentially two that are just for spam. And I rarely clean that shit. Hmm. Like I currently have uh, 1,660 emails unread in my inbox. <laughs> oh god that's actually a low number Jesus. yeah before i switched to the the new app i was up to like five thousand. oh my god um oh but yeah i'm so I, I did i'm at zero ahead. i mean i mean that's just yeah. that's yeah. it while we've been talking i've gotten my main one to to zero and i'm currently uh putting labels on certain things and and archiving them i archive absolutely (laughs) absolutely everything i archive so the only things sitting sitting in my inbox are well this one this can be archived uh there um but the only thing sitting in my inbox are two emails i have about something that games that i've ordered that i have not yet received so i'm keeping it here as like an easy way to find the tracking information Cool, smart. And then the third email is from Zach's dad, and it's his the sequel to his novel. That it's the invitation to the Google Doc to to look through it as he adds mm. stuff. Yeah, we're gonna say like, is he already done with the sequel? It's, he's pretty darn far. He's, he's got a little ways. He's got yeah. a ways, but I think he's over halfway done because he set everything up for the major battle. Did he go to like any sort of like schooling on that, like how to like storyboard and how to like? You no, know? he's he's thought, he's thought of it. He's thought of a uh, like uh, taking like a class at Delta just to kind of get official polish like, everything, polish on it. Yeah, but he he hasn't actually ever done anything like that. Yeah, as far as as far as I've known, basically the first book was a concept that he'd been working on for like twenty years. Uh-huh. Yeah, a long time. I mean, I read a draft of that ten years before it actually got published, and um, so then I assume because he had thought about it for so long, he had a lot of the pieces in his brain about the sequel. Sure, sure. And he just needed to put it down, but he also, when he first sent his first book around to different publishing companies, the, he got a lot of notes about things that he would need to fix before they would consider it, and so I think that's helped him. As far as taking things from a good story to like a good book, right, right, like yeah, because I, I forget the name the name of it. Um, he was on back like when we were in elementary school mm. um, type of stuff. He was on some uh, website um, where you could um, let other people read snippets of your story and get feedback, and then also he would send it out to publishers, and they would you know, send it back with certain feedback that they'd want to see and stuff like that. From the only one that I specifically remember him talking about was one of them was saying that he needed to really work on, like if you're talking about a magic wand over the course of four pages of everybody discussing what to do with the wand, don't call it a wand every single time you are describing it or someone is speaking about it. Like, find other things, like the wand, and then you say, like, the magic staff, and then you say the whatever, the four-foot piece of alder. (laughs) Yeah, I I know. Four-foot wand, that's a fucking huge wand. It's a (laughs) big-ass wand, right? Yeah, yeah, stuff like that, trying to come up with creative ways to, to change up so you're not repeating the same couple things constantly. Right. Is there a way to delete all of my messages at once or my emails or like you, archive them all? 
Let's if see. If you want to, you can select all. Wait. Um, there should be... Are you on the phone or the computer? The computer. But it's the Gmail app, but still. Okay. So on mine, when I look at it, you see your three tabs, primary social promotions. Over primary, there's a box. If you check it, it highlight it checks all emails. I don't have primary. Okay. I have, Just have inbox. Like social in box. updates, forums, promotions. But that's left in the left-hand side under categories. Do you have like an empty box up top that you can like check mark? Uh, yes. Try oh, okay. Check. Yeah. Oh, then... hey, look at that. Then what do I do with those? There's a little box at the top that's uh, it's like it's like a square with a, an arrow down. Uh-huh. That's archive. archive it? Yeah. Okay. Let's see if that works. Oh, no. Took me down to... I only did 50. <laughs> oh, oh, well, yeah. You, you can only do... 50 at a time. Yeah, as many as... You can only do 50 at a time. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, you have, uh, 320 more of these. <laughs> yeah. That's great. It's lovely. Oh, God, James. But, but then once I get it all down, it'll be easier next time to sift through until I fucking wait again for two months. Well, yeah, that's that's always the, the thing. <laughs> that's why I, I can't go more than about two days or three days without checking my emails. Otherwise, it starts to get ridiculous. I check it. I just don't, like, most of them are, are shit that I don't want to look at. So I just don't even look, you know, because your phone will tell you what it is. Like, so-and-so sent you this thing. And you can read the first couple of lines and so I don't open it and then I don't archive it I just leave it there (laughs) that's bad that's bad IP you gotta you got it so I I work very hard these are the things you get to know about my little my little uh, I don't know weird brain things I want as few apps as possible. I want as few notifications as possible. I want as few emails as possible. And I also need to keep my badges down. Your you know, badges? Badge on, on your phone. And every app has a little red badge over it for how many notifications that you still need to attend to. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. I don't like having that. <laughs> Oh, but, that must be like an Apple thing. I don't it is. have to worry about that. So like over my email, it'll have a little badge that tells me how many unread emails I have. Oh, that would kill me. If it said 1,600 every single time I looked at my phone, <laughs> I would throw my phone through a window. So I, it's, I have no it's badges. Really, yeah. It's really overwhelming. It's like, how do I even start here? Yeah. So I've got – I have two – I just noticed that my podcast app has badges and it doesn't need to, because I always know that I have podcasts. I don't need a badge to tell me about it. All right, so that's gone. So I have one badge now, which is on my phone, which is that my grandparents called me and left a message, and I need to call them back tomorrow. So it's there as a reminder. That's okay. But beyond that, I no badges. No, sir. App updates, no. What was that? that you update your apps or you delete your apps for the oh, update? Uh, both. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I update my apps as they come, and I only keep a badge on my messages when Jim sends me too many texts, and I need to wait until I am in a place where I can actually read them and think about what he's saying because he has questions at all hours of the day. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
This is the guy that James is, is assistant directing where he doesn't have anything else going on in his life that this is it. He's, no. Yeah. Has he started showing up yet at your work and just wanted to talk? Oh yeah. All the time. All the time. <laughs> he, he is nice enough that if he's really just wants to show up to talk to me, he will set it up with me beforehand. So I pushed him off until Thursday, but, um, yeah, Zach, he has nothing going on. So I get, I get texts from him at two in the morning. I get texts from him at five in the morning and throughout the rest of the day, because he just, he had a thought and he wants to find out what I think. It's like, Oh, sir, (laughs) this this can't go on. Uh, thank you. When are we going to start hanging out and uh, you show me how to design a set? Um, <laughs> you should hang out with me <laughs> during the days when Evelyn and James are texting me. Not James, Jim. Evelyn and Jim are texting me tons <laughs> and tons about the thing that they're about to choreograph. When I Some have people to... do call him James, which yeah, is weird. That is weird. But at that, that's the point where I'm like, okay, guys, okay, guys, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> I I have to get my kid down for a nap. Let me do that, and then I will draft up everything that will answer all of your questions. So soon. <laughs> Let me get. <laughs> right now, I have two shows that are opening before that show, so I it's it's a lower priority. Sure. I can't sure. tell Jim that I, because. Well, no, but you can help it. me. Like so. <laughs> Like, I mean, obviously you're doing other shit, but I'm like, I would watch your process for the other show. You should talk to Dennis about August Osage if you're really interested, because you could do August Osage. I can hold your hand through the through the um, structural part as long as you had ideas. Okay. I uh, I'm holding I don't a different think trust me hand. to do technical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that could be, but you, you should talk to him because we don't actually have someone for that one. Okay. I will. We also don't have someone for gypsy, but it, it, that's okay because it's going to be well, me. Yeah. There's not going to be someone for that. Show. <laughs> <laughs> this is just your lot in life, sir. Yeah. You're going to have to deal. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't, uh, I've brought it up a couple of times. Like, yeah, I'd like to get into, you know, doing stuff like that. And he just goes, oh. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. (sighs) It's one of those things. But, uh, you know, I'll definitely fucking be in his ear about it. Yeah, mention that because that one's pretty simple. It's simple and complicated. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because the house is a character. Right. Because I talked about there's this kid that I want to try and get into scenic art so that other people can do scenic art now and then. And I was like, hey, what about for um, not August, but the other one? And he's like, "Eh, we'll see. What about the the August? And I was like, no, I'm not going to have him do August because that's incredibly important that everything looks nice. As Zach, in 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 this town, there is a dearth of people who have the technical ability to do almost anything. So there's a very small rotating door of the people who do everything. From the conversations we have, it certainly seems that way. Yeah. <laughs> 
probably like an argument of who, who's going to be like stuck doing this or that. Exactly. It's pretty rare for someone to end up doing something because they're excited about it. It's mostly that people end up doing things because they have to. Or got Ugh. bullied into it or whatever. Like Yeah, the, or there's nobody left. Yeah. <laughs> so the set design that I'm doing for the next season at Stockton Civic is one where the request was made by my boss. I would like it if you would do this set design. And then once I looked into it, I was like, yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be, that'd be, I'm like, not like this upcoming one that we've been talking about with nice work where I'm dreading it. (laughs) This one would be like, it'll be fine. It'll be good. I'll just, I'll do this and it'll be kind of fun and blah, whatever. Cause it's pretty simple. Whereas with this nice work set, it's like an enormous set. It's just huge, and no one wanted to do it. They searched for months to try and find and someone it's to do it. Change, yeah. Like the enormous sets, I'm sure aren't that big of a deal if they're static. Mm-hmm. If it can stay the same, yeah, you know. But like, if you, if you've got to have like different sets, and some of them are outside, and some of them are like in New York on a dock, and then. And some of them are out in a country, you know, like it's got a fucking, it's a much more daunting challenge. Yes. Yeah. And no one understood the one, the one scene where I decided to get like artsy and creative. No one understood my concept. So I had to, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> because I can never make it to the meetings they set. So <laughs> I had to like get on the phone with everybody and really, really lay out all the specifics of my one creative idea until they caught on (laughs) or like, Oh, okay. I get it now. All right. So, okay. I've cleared my inbox has no numbers next to it, but there's still tons and tons and tons and tons of tons of fucking emails in my shit, but they're red. They're red emails. No, they're just old. I'm looking at shit from 2014 now. Oh, I still have the option of like selecting all and archiving, but like it's not there. And then, so like I'm looking at these things, and I fully like there are four in a row that were that I sent to myself from Reddit from uh, the No Sleep subreddit. Mm. Oh, <laughs> that would and really I'm like, affect you. I want to go back and read these. What? Yeah, that, that really affected you. The No Sleep. <laughs> It's oh come, yeah, it's come up. James, quite a few do you times. know that they have a No Sleep podcast? What? No, yeah, I don't know that I could listen to that. It's uh, <laughs> it's basically uh, going through uh, like reading stories and shit from there. Is No Sleep oh, the same man. as Cry Reads? No, I don't know what Cry Reads no. is. Cry Reads is a uh, YouTube channel where um, somebody a the person's name is Cry and they read terrible. Oh, stories. It may. Be. I've heard like huh. two cry reads, and they are. Um, they're terrible. Are oh, they he reads, scary? He reads creepy pastas. Okay, yeah. So oh, it's very okay. similar to creepy pasta. Yeah, very similar, but not quite the same. Like they're written in such a way where you think that it's real. But, you know, I spent fucking. Ooh, these cry reads are very real. They're. There's one that still yeah. sits with me. Yeah. Which one? Uh, it's about um, forgetting whether or not you dropped your kid off at daycare. 
Should Ooh. I just should I just spoil it? Yeah, spoil it. It's 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 from I heard it years ago, but it's uh this guy is talking about how every day he goes through the exact same routine and so that he knows everything is done and part of his routine is dropping his kid off at daycare. And then he gets through half of his work day and I don't remember what it was, but there's something where he's like, Oh, I missed that part of my routine. That's weird. I didn't throw my whole day off. And so then he's mentally going back through his whole routine and he's like, I did everything right. Right. And then he's like, I dropped the kid off at daycare. Right. Cause I've been here at work for six hours and he's like running down to his car to make sure. And he uh, forgot to take his kid to daycare and his kid was just locked in his car for six hours in the car seat. That's rough. Super rough. (laughs) Yeah. That's a fun story. Yes. That's why I've heard two cry reads and I don't plan to listen to any more. No, you probably would not appreciate the no sleep subreddit then. Yeah. <laughs> no. Was, one, and I'm, it was super that? it was super believable. Like that story yeah. could one hundred percent happen. Yeah. I, the the first one that I read like shook me to my core. And I and so it, it's called I Make Smart Babies. And that's actually the title of one of the ones that I, that were saved randomly on my fucking email right now. So I clicked on it thinking that I would re- find that one, but it's not that one. But the one that I initially read was this, this woman was talking about how she's like, I make smart babies. Um, you know, her first son was like super smart and like, uh, he could take apart a radio and put it back together by the time he was three years old. Um, and he loved tools and he loved to like know how things work and, and, and fix things. Right. And then she had a second baby. Um, and then, I'm going to spoil it for you because I so she had a second baby and the baby was crying and uh, the baby was in the other room crying and crying and crying and all of a sudden the baby stopped crying and she went into the room and found her other son there with a screwdriver and <laughs> saying mm. I fixed it mm. <laughs> and then she goes oh, shit. I make yeah, smart I babies right fuck I, yeah, yeah I forgot about that one until you got to that part yep yeah <sighs> so yeah, creepy shit, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Uh, I'm done dealing with my email. I don't know how far back it goes. I don't know how to tell how far back it goes. <laughs> and now I'm just thinking about these creepy, these creepy little things. <laughs> Yep, you ever want to hear scary stories? No sleep podcasts. No, sir. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'll be I listening to back work. episodes of Roderick on the Line. <laughs> I don't listen to very many of them just because I have so many other podcasts I, I like to listen to. But every once in a while, if I just want to listen to scary scary shit, I keep I keep it sub, uh, subscribed to it. <laughs> it's been going since uh, like 2012 or something like that. So there's like a thousand episodes or some crazy amount like that. Do you remember the book Scary Stories to Tell in Dark? Yes. Yeah. I think they're making, they're making a, movie. a movie out of it. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Oh, they really are, huh? I, th- yeah, I always thought that was a Shell Silverstein, but then it turned out later that it was not a Shell Silverstein. No. Because but, I remember uh, a Shell Silverstein story that my wife was adamant was from those books. And I was like, no, it's a Shell Silverstein because it wasn't scary, scary. It was about a guy who's like, oh, you ask me why I never take off my scarf. And the reason he never takes off a scarf is that his head got cut off by a pirate. Oh, yeah. No, that's a that's a scary story. 
story. Is it? Eternal Dark. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it's in like the second volume. I remember that being in like where the sidewalk ends. It's the drawings are very similar and the style of book is also very similar. What? Yeah. Shell Silverstein almost always writes in prose. So if it didn't rhyme. No, it did. Really? Shell Silverstein scarf head pirate. The green ribbon? Um, Sound maybe, familiar? Maybe it's a ribbon? I thought it was a scarf. The green ribbon, huh? Is, is that a thing from see, the green ribbon story? Uh, da, da, da. No, no, not that one. No. I remember that one <laughs> from Scary Stories to Tell the Dark. <laughs> a light in the attic. Maybe it's from a light in the attic. <laughs> Oop, I'm done, done, scarf. Done. No, it's not from a light in the attic. I don't even remember which Shel Silverstein book I had because I only had one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It could have been light in the attic. Zach, did you read a lot of Shel Silverstein growing up? I don't. None of it really sounds all that familiar. Like I don't know, but some of the artwork on some of these looks vaguely, vaguely familiar, but I don't specifically recall. <laughs> it was falling up. That was the book I had. Is it in there? Well, no. I now I've gotten it down to which book I had. <laughs> so give, <laughs> give me a minute. <laughs> but yeah, it was falling up. He did the Giving Tree, which fucking always made me cry. Like sad. super, super. As an early fucking kid, like it, I used to get made fun of a lot because the other kids didn't understand why I was crying. My mom just thought it was funny. I, you know, I cry a lot. It's just such a sad story. It is a sad story. So there's already one story in this about someone without their head. Mama said I'd lose my head if it wasn't fastened on. Today, I guess it wasn't, because while playing with my cousin, it fell off and rolled away, and now it's gone. And I can't look Okay. At, I can't look for it, because my eyes are in it, and I can't call it, because my mouth is on it. <laughs> Couldn't hear me anyway because my ears are on it. I can't even think about it because my brain is in it. So I guess I'll sit down on this rock and rest for just a minute. And then he's sitting on his head. I do remember that. Was that the one that was that you're talking about? No. <laughs> no. It's very specific. And I'll find it one of these days. One of these days and falling up. Or I could ask my mom or look in the book that I'm sure is still on her shelf. <laughs> I do like these, uh, these illustrations though. Yeah. Everyone had stubble. Like I think a lot of my art style came from Shel Silverstein because everybody I draw has bloodshot eyes and bags under their eyes and stubble. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> but that's also how I live my life. Just tired, falling apart. I haven't shaved. 
Well, that's no. why you just grow a beard, and that way you don't have to shave. Exactly. That's why I have a beard. <laughs> Where did we talk last week about the the beard flat iron? Say, it's like a, a heated brush for your beard that straightens your beard. No, I don't think so. That's interesting. Uh-huh. interesting. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm about to get one, and I'll let you guys know how it works. Yeah, because if it works good, I could probably use one. Let's see. Uh, the I'm while I'm looking at this list of the poems and falling up, Zach. The he had one that you probably heard at some point. Shel Silverstein had a poem where it was like. Eleven couldas and ten shouldas and a, like a bunch of would have coulda shouldas were all hanging out and they were all talking about how how tough they would have been if they'd ever been had something happen. But then they all got scared away by one did. <laughs> That's deep, Shell. That is deep. All right, Shell. <laughs> you know he wrote a lot for Doctor Hook. What's Doctor Hook? Uh, a group, a band from the seventies. Hmm. He also wrote the song "A Boy Named Sue." Did he really write "A Boy Named Sue"? Yeah, right. It's That's deep. crazy. He was a prolific songwriter. Like he wrote a bunch of children's stuff, but he also wrote like a bunch of like <laughs> drugged out songs for fucking yeah. <laughs> Queen well, of the Silver Dollar. By the way, first of all, I still haven't found the poem I'm talking about, but I've already found a second <laughs> poem about people without heads. Jesus. It's called Headless Town, and it's about a man who's trying to sell hats in a town where people have no heads. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, here's this one. It's called Hinges. If we had hinges on our heads, there wouldn't be no sin. Because if, if we could take the bad stuff out and leave the good stuff in. And there's a picture of a, a man with a hinge on his head and his brain is all exposed. Jesus. This is weird. Like he's gotta be like twacked out on some stuff, right? I think so. I also found it. What? Oh I yeah. Found it. It is a shell Silverstein. It's not a scary stories. You asked me to take off my scarf and sit down and rest for a while. That's sweet of you. But before I do, I'll tell you a story. My child, some years ago, I fought a duel with the count of doom and dread and I slipped. Oh or, man, yeah, I remember this. And I slipped or tripped, and his sword just clipped my neck and sliced off my head. I scooped it up and put it back, but it didn't quite connect, so I tied the scarf around it just to keep it on my neck. That's why I always keep it on, because if I did unwrap, this wobbly, chopped off head of mine might tumble in your lap. So now you've heard my tale, and if it will not make you ill, and you'd still like me to take off my scarf, I will. Jesus. Man. And then it's a picture of... It's just a picture of a head and a scarf. <laughs> and the head's looking kind of... The kinda, long scarf. Yeah. And the head's looking kind of drunk and tilting over to one side. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. <sighs> uh, oh, man. Vindication. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> but it does sound like something out of scary stories. Yes. Jenny just came in and tried to pour me a shot, but I already have a full shot sitting here, and I like had to wave her away, like, no, no, I'm not there yet. But I guess it's time for me to take another shot. Better, excuse me, better do it. I took two right before we started, and then I poured this one, and I've been sitting here waiting, and I keep looking at it going like, ooh, because I ate too much food. <laughs> oh. I know that uh, feeling. So you... Did you see on, are you on doing Facebook, Whiskey Barrels... What? No, uh, now I'm doing uh, Proper 12. I finished uh, a bottle a of Knob Creek yesterday. 
Hmm. Uh, and I've got proper 12 today. Did you see the thing about they're tapping into a special keg of something? Yes. Um, Tuesday, I think, is the start. I don't know. It's some special. I think it's an anchor steam, and they're the only people in the county that will get it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're always getting these fruity goddamn beers. They're like, oh, try this new beer. It's full of pineapples. Like, I wanted a beer. I didn't want a mojito. <laughs> Sometimes they're nice, though. They're nice. It's like a refresher. Sometimes. Or when you want to drink soda, you want a little kick. What I want is a log I bought, uh, yeah. I, I, while I was at the store earlier, I bought a can of, uh, Sierra Nevada's beer for drinking, which just because I've been looking at this thing and going like, I just want to taste it. Like, why do they have to specify that it's for drinking? You know, like, of course, beer is for drinking, but like, right. well, it's called beer for drinking. So like, what's it all about? Is it low alcohol? And I don't know. It's a tall can. Okay. Beer for drinking. There are days when you just want a beer, just a beer that hits all the right spots. Well, this is it. No snifters required, no special occasions, just an unfussy, uncomplicated, hoppy blonde ale brewed to fit in no matter where it goes. This isn't a beer for collecting. This is beer for drinking. Oh, okay. I get okay. that. I get that. Not for cooking. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That sounds good. 4.8. Yeah, it's just a beer for drink. It's just a beer for drinking. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I may go switch. I'm yes. taking my shot now. I'm out of a shot. <laughs> they have something called a no good IPA. K N O W good IPA. Okay. Straightforward, like, slightly hazy. Ugh, I'm out. Oh yeah, you and your hazies. Hate hazies. Oh man, I I like them so much. They suck. I have to get some more of the Sierra Nevada hazy actually. My friend Zach is bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, another reason for you to uh, to cut me out of your life. Lickety split. Mm-hmm. As soon as this call's over, we're done. Yeah, we're donezo. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> donezo. Let's see. So they don't make my favorite Sierra Nevada beer anymore, apparently. Oh, no, here it is. Estate. The Estate Ale. It's so good. It's hard to find. You can get it at Erbst Liquor on Thornton. I was trying to say, where the fuck is Erbst Liquor? It's, it's <laughs> on Thornton. It's the only place in town that carries it. From the sun-drenched fields of California's North Valley comes our Estate Ale. It's rich with the flavors of the valley. Hops with earthy, grapefruit-like flavors and layered spicy aromas. And barley with mild sweetness and smooth toasted flavors. Enjoy this remarkable homegrown ale made with organic wet hops, wheat, and barley grown at our brewery in Chico and one of the few estate-made ales produced anywhere in the world. Together, Man, that's a good voice you got there. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Together, these crops grow alongside the brewery to make a truly unique I'm going to mute it for a moment so that I can pee in silence. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm not going to But I'm still here in spirit. <laughs> anyway, so freaking good. At some point, we we went to Sierra Nevada and we tried the estate ale and loved it. Brought home a growler. And uh, then when that ran out, I went and I spent like $100 buying estate ale uh, Jesus, bombers, right? That's the twenty-four ounce bottle as a bomber. 
I don't. I think so. Anyway, so I bought I, know. I bought all the bombers that Erbst had for like a hundred bucks because each bomber was like twelve or fifteen dollars, and uh, and I haven't had it since. I haven't had it in years since long before my daughter was born. <laughs> so I have to go get some more at some point. Do they still have it there? Or? I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, find our beer near you. Put my zip code in, 90210. Find not all beers I want, estate ale. Uh, either draft or packaged within, I'll make it 10 miles and search. And no results. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! It looks like you're taking a trip to uh, to Chico. Mm, I'm getting. No, oh, actually, no. The, it's the farmhouse. They still have it at Erbst. Oh, okay. And they have it at Pershing Liquors, which I imagine sits North Pershing up there. I imagine that's up near like. I have Holt. to have walked by the Erbst Liquor so many times, but I... <laughs> it's right by your parents' house. Oh shit! I walk by that place all the time because I go to that donut shop next to it quite a bit. Oh yeah, they, they, so they, I know exactly where that's at. That's I'll have a to good walk in there store. one day. They, they actually have a really good selection of everything, basically. Good. I have to walk in there one day. Also, because I, I want to, I still haven't gone into that one weird new restaurant thing near there. What's the restaurant? Uh, it's not in that not in that same shopping area, but it's a uh, fusion. Is it a grill? It, uh, it beats me because it. Um, I, I've mentioned it on here before. It has it advertises fresh meats, groceries, uh, hamburgers, pizza, and fried chicken. Okay, so. I'm not. Uh, I'm just really curious what exactly is going on in there. What's this? Sounds like heaven. Shit? Yeah, it does. But I mean, can you really do all those things and and be decent at all of them? First of all, apparently yeah, well, Hammer Lane is called Highway 235, according to Google Maps. The fuck? I never exactly. heard that mentioned ever. Anyway, so go ahead with the other stuff. <laughs> this fusion thing while I look into this. Oh, I I didn't really have. I oh. pretty much said all there is to is to say. Just I'm still uh, waiting until I uh, finally decide to go in there and check it out. Why is it two thirty five on Google Maps? That doesn't make any sense. There is a, it has an end. It's not like like four. I get it, and the cross down being you know four. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It continues, but there is no like Hammer Lane is finite. It ends at the fucking <laughs> at the each water. freeway, basically. Yeah, well, it goes a little past the freeway, but just I mean, just barely, and then it goes up around the fucking levee. Well, it's here with a little Highway 235 marker on it. Ah, I need to complain to someone. This is <laughs> this is incorrect. This is horseshit. <laughs> highway 235. What's happening? <laughs> So, so on a confused. on a sad note, hmm? I tried the beer for drinking and I'm not into it. Oh, I could see that. It's too hoppy. Jenny likes it though. Too hoppy. 
Yes. Well, I didn't see that too bitter. Too bitter. Yeah. Hmm. I think I'm going to like this beer for drinking. <laughs> so they had it as individual cans at the S Mart there? As Paul can for two bucks a pop. Huh. It's casually crushable, it says on the thing, as Jenny is pointing out. Oh, and it's only 4.8% alcohol by volume, 33 bitterness units. They're good There's at... a bitterness unit? Yeah, IBUs. They're good at... Um... Sierra Nevada is good at making beers that you can have all day long. Yeah. Which they started Without with their daytime drunk. IPA. So they have this daytime IPA that's similar. It's like 4.5%. Where you can feel cool drinking your IPA all day, but you don't get as hammered as you would if you were drinking <laughs> a Lagunitas all day long. Yeah. She's picking on me for not liking it. She says it's really good. She goes, how do you not like this? It's really good. I'm like, it's just not... It's just too... Uh, too bitter. James, are you okay? No, you, I'm fine. Do you need us? I'm do you need us to come get you out of this <laughs> what? No, abusive it's okay. scenario? I, it's all right. <laughs> do I feel safe? Is what you're asking? Yeah, I'm yes. fine. Okay. No, I, I fell down. You see, uh. I, it was, I was hit by the door. <laughs> walked into the door. I've walked into a door, by the way, and it literally does give you the same kind of markings as someone punching you in the eye. Yeah, no, it does. It does. <laughs> I uh, bit myself shaving. It's what that is. No. Um, <laughs> bit myself shaving. Oh, God. Um, so my grandpa was in the hospital the other day for pneumonia. He's got uh, lung cancer and it just metastasized to his spine. Uh, and so he was in the hospital for, for what they determined was pneumonia. And they did like a bunch of x-rays and shit. They sent him home. And he was, he was fine. They got him back eating like he's feeling good. And he walks through the door of his house and falls right on his face. Mm. Didn't put didn't put his hands out or anything. And it, it like, cut the top of his nose and gave him two black eyes. Oh, Jesus. Uh, right? So that's fine. But, like, my grandpa's the type to where if they ask him if he felt safe at home, he'd be like, well, yeah, but she hits me. <laughs> <laughs> so she's got to be like, look, don't – if they ask you – when we go back to the hospital, do not say, you know. Yeah, geez, just don't make a like poorly that. timed joke. Yeah, like you got to just tell them straight up that you fell, and they're going to still look at me like, aha, uh-huh, he fell. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it looks like she told them what's what. My aunt just went into the hospital with appendicitis today. Oh, oh man. Oh, my God. That's unfortunate. It's super weird. I don't know. My family doesn't live near me. So usually how I find out about these things is that my mom sends me a text. Or, yeah, puts it on Facebook. Well, yeah, she's not a Facebooker too much. But <laughs> Aunt Bev is at ER. She is going to have her appendix, take, appendix taken out. That's it. That's the whole message. So I said, yikes. And then <laughs> she said, Aunt Bev is out of surgery and in recovery now. Cool. <laughs> Good. Thanks for keeping me posted. My mom's not um, the warmest person. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I texted my mom randomly uh, the night after the first audition for Nice Work and told her that there was callbacks coming. And she goes, huh? And I was like, like you told me the last time I saw you that I don't like keep you posted about the shit that I'm dealing with. So like, I was just letting you know. 
Like, that's what is going on in my life. And she's like, oh, I thought you wanted me to audition. I was oh. like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't, but thank you. That was nice of her. Yeah. To think about it. She has never done a single show in her life, but that's why I would be texting her to audition. <laughs> my mom, I just texted my mom yesterday about something, and she accidentally hit the exclamation point instead of the question mark. And we've all been there. Uh, they're right next oh, to yeah. each other. All the time, yeah. And then she like she corrected herself, and then in my response to her, I was asking a question also, but then I also accidentally hit the exclamation point. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so first I sent it with the exclamation point, and I went, oh, shit. And then I sent it you know, with the question mark with the asterisks. And then I was like, mm, because I'm this asshole, I also had to then send, just so you know, I also made that mistake. I wasn't making fun of you. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> In case you thought that it yeah. might have been just me picking on you. Yeah. Zach, you text your mom much? Big on big on texting? Texting that lady? No, no. I'm not 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 big on texting, but I don't necessarily text certain people that I'm, I should text a lot more. <laughs> I bet I bet she'd like that. I don't know if I have your mom's number. I don't. Boy, that's not awkward. Well, I have his dad's number. I have everyone else in the family's number except his mom. No, she's not she's a big texter. Out of context, though. She's not a big texter, and she also she she's yeah. I can see her not being a big texter, but I know she likes to like hear from us and see us. And then I am bad at taking that extra little bit and just going like, you know what, today I'm going to go to her store instead of your dad's store and just hang around her department for a second and say hello. <laughs> Very bad at that. So I Yeah, see... she 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 makes it sound like she's like that, but at the same time, I feel like 90% of the time she's always like so busy. Yeah. But yeah. Well, even your dad's always going like, you should just drop by the house. I'm like, really? <laughs> would you really like that if unannounced yeah. I just showed up at your doorstep? Because I don't think you would. <laughs> right. And I'm not He would really probably be more okay with it than, than like my mom. I think he would be okay with it once. Yeah. And it would depend <laughs> on the situation. It would depend on the situation. It would depend on what everyone was doing. But yeah. I think he would be okay with it exactly once. And if I made any sort of habit out of just stopping by because I drove through their neighborhood and saw that everyone was home <laughs> and went and knocked on the door that it would slowly become a problem <laughs> where he would go either that or he'd have to like, stop have to insist on giving you like a key so that he didn't have to deal with the dog flipping out oh sure or that too. she she is well you know cj but yeah. james fortunately has never had to meet this dumbass dog <laughs> she is a dog that will, when you are on the porch, you are her worst enemy. But once you cross the threshold of the door, you're her best friend. She's a big old German shepherd. Okay. And she's goofy and she's friendly. She's just like all the friendliest parts of a German shepherd, basically. Because they can be assholes. I've known oh, yeah, some German sure. shepherds who are assholes. Oh, and she sounds like a complete asshole from the outside. Like yeah. when you're coming up, she is like hopping up and down barking her head off like yep. telling you oh if you come in here i'm gonna fuck you up but then when we let someone in she's like oh just kidding pet yeah. me <laughs> hi you, hello i love you i've i've only met this dog 10 times but i've used her as a pillow twice 
and she was lovely. Fine. She was fine. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, cool. Let's both lay down here. We're good. <laughs> she she she's all bark, no bite. Yeah. I uh, I try and do that with my little dog. I just put my head by her, and she's not into it at all. Like she'll be laying there. Like I'm just gonna lay here too, and she's like, "Nope, get off." But then, <laughs> like, so so like I can't lay next to her, but she has no problem laying on top of me like a mountain. Like she, oh. I'll just be laying there, and then all of a sudden she just jumps up and like nestles into my belly, and like, <laughs> but she doesn't want me to be next to her. She doesn't like my head. Apparently, she just likes the softness that is my my midsection. See, my dog just like puts up with anything up to the point where sometimes I'm like, are you okay? Are you going to suffocate? Because you've inserted yourself under the covers and then there are two people who are like have both of their legs on top of you and stuff like, are you fine down there? Are you sure? Meanwhile, she thinks this is her best life. Oh, yeah. She's like, absolutely. She's so happy. (laughs) Uh, I've been having a deal oh, lately. I just took a shot. By oh, the way. good. Oh, Zach, what are you drinking tonight? I am having Templeton Rye. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. How about you? I'm drinking a wine that had an interesting label at Costco. Oh. So the whole label looks like it's from the periodic table. Huh. So it looks like it's cesium because it says CS for Cabernet Sauvignon. And then for the atomic weight up in the upper left corner, it's the year of the vintage. And in the upper right corner, it says that's clever. Up in the upper right corner, it says substance Washington State. Hmm. I should next week or something have I have a couple red wines that I haven't opened yet. I should do a wine a couple wine shows. Yeah, there you go. As long as you don't couple it with. I have to finish this bottle of whiskey show. <laughs> so I'm a little bit nervous. I think I've said it on here before, but the next the next wine in line is a um, Portuguese wine mm. that was like $10 as an import. So I'm like, huh. Yikes. <laughs> so you know it's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Quote, unquote. Probably a whole bunch of sugar. But, you know, it's not going to drink itself. By the way, every time I I'm gonna evangelize this until the end of time. Have you guys? Do you guys have Costco memberships? Yes. No. Because the liquor is so cheap at Costco. I yes. know you tell me this every time you go there. James, they have larceny handles for forty dollars. What Costco do you fucking go to that there's larceny? Isn't there larceny? There's a bunch of cr- there's new there's new stuff as of today when I went. Oh, the man. one, the no, one they, they have bullets, certainly. Yes. Oh, see, we go to the one in Lodi. Damn it. Okay. If there's larceny at the one in Stockton, I'm going to have to start going to that one. There's 10 times more whiskey at the one in Stockton than the one in Lodi. Lodi's full of wine, and it's that's fine. Yeah. Right. Congratulations. They have, you know, the standard bourbon and then several different kinds of Kirkland whiskey. Yes. You know, scotch or, or Irish whiskey or bourbon or whatever, but yeah. No, the Stockton, the Stockton has lots and lots of whiskey. They've got a really good bottle of Lagavulin for about $40 or 45. What? Yes. We need to try Lagavulin. I know. All right, we're going there. <laughs> so we're going to do tomorrow in fact. We'll take a lift up there. Good. <laughs> your lift driver will love to take all of your Costco stuff home for you yeah oh yeah it's great <laughs> i uh 
he didn't even bat an eye when I was in Fresno and I got in with a, bun- a bag full of fucking shirts and uh, sodas and uh, an armful of a uh, car jack. <laughs> just like, yeah, come on in. It's great. Let's go, buddy. Yeah. Just as long as you don't eat. Right. Even then, sometimes they're cool with it. Sometimes they offer you snacks. Just don't eat anything with crumbs. Right. Well, like, don't wander in with a... Uh, as, as, I don't know, Zach, if you've listened to this week's Dumar Friday. I, I was about ready to ask you if, if this is where you were getting <laughs> yeah. that from. <laughs> don't, don't walk in with a, with a hot chicken sandwich. <laughs> no, well, they're, they're, you know, there's sauce involved and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they'll give you peanuts. You can vacuum sure. up a peanut. Yeah, you can't vacuum up sauce. Yeah. Or unstain it. Once it's stained, it's stained just like Paul stain. <laughs> and we're back. I, I would feel so weird about going into like I'll I like I'll eat in my car whenever I want to and I'll tell other people they can, but I would feel weird like in some stranger's car that I'm just using for a ride somewhere. Like <sighs> eating anything other than like the most basic, easiest thing. I feel strange just being in the car, so I, I, I'm already having issues just stepping into the lift. <laughs> you know, the last the last few times I've been in a lift, I've tried to try to be more conversational and make it less weird. And normally, the conversations just get weird. They peter out. Oh, I've had the opposite problem. Oh, I've been more okay with the petering out. Uh, yeah, I'd much rather the conversation peter out, and then I could just like read news articles on my phone and right exactly we'll, we'll get there sometime do you sit in the back or the front if it's just me i'm gonna sit in the front unfortunately oh and see why? i know norm- i've been told that that is a weird thing to do but that's what i normally do i that it feels weirder it feels like you know like the merlin thing going slave take me yeah. to my location <laughs> that's, when that's you get why the i back. always sat in the front because yeah i felt the same way but it, so the opposite side of that is not, I mean, it's not that it's not slave. It's we're creating a barrier here, mm. right? I'd like you are what I'd rather have the barrier. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. Like it's, it lets them know like, Hey, this is the dynamic now. Like I am, you know, I'm back here and I'm going to not necessarily be forthcoming with conversation, mm-hmm. you know? And if you want to talk, that's fine. But usually I'm not going to initiate the conversation unless you're taking me home and I'm drunk and then I'll talk your fucking ear off about whatever the hell you want to talk about but <laughs> I really love most of the time if I'm just going somewhere yeah yeah <laughs> I really <laughs> loved um in Dublin one of our lift drivers was a guy where like Christine ordered the lift and then she's like oh it says here that this guy picking us up has like auditory processing issues and he's like half deaf or something so he'd appreciate it if we didn't talk to him until he talked to us cool and i was like this sounds like the perfect lift driver yeah Yeah, let's do it so when the two of us ride in one of these normally she rides in the front and i ride in the back interesting split the difference unless sometimes we both ride in the back but normally it's she's in the front and i'm in the back and so for this guy it was like the trip was half over before he said one word to us. He had his hood up and he was like, he was like weird. I don't know. He was doing That's something. That's cool weird. though. Yeah. But, but anyway, yeah, I was like, yes, give me all the auditory processing issue lift drivers who just <laughs> want to take me from where they picked me up to where I'm going. 
With no communication. With well, no yeah. communication. We don't need to talk because it's always going to be the same conversation. And I'm not going right. to be a John Roderick where John Roderick comes in and he changes the conversation into all about them. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he just has a special, yeah. But he's he's too busy being John Roderick to think about. He, he's so, something special, yeah. yeah. He's... <laughs> I'd rather talk about them than me, though. Well, see, that's why you're a John Roderick, because he gets into a lift and he goes, so anyway. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Is this something that you're doing to, to have your family? Like, there's this one, Zach, I don't know if you've heard this episode where they talk. It's called Babies Are Boring, I think the episode is called. I don't think I've listened to that one. He gets into this car, this lift car with this guy who's from Azerbaijan or some African country, and... um. I don't actually know if Azerbaijan is in Africa. <laughs> Just if I were to ask you what the fuck country that is. It's a country. <laughs> I don't know if it's in Africa. <laughs> but anyway, um, so he gets in his car with this guy and he's talking about how like he has this terrible life because he, he only can sleep for four hours a night and then he has to watch his kid oh, and shit. then he goes out on the lift. And, and he's like, and I don't like being at home with the baby because babies are boring. And John Rock's like, you're right. Babies are boring. Yeah, let's talk more about this. And so eventually, like, the, the drive, the ride came to the point where the driver was like, can I just take you home with me so that you can help me explain to my wife why I want to move back to Azerbaijan and not take care of this baby? So uh, I, have an, I have an update. Azerbaijan is a country in the South Caucasus region of Eurasia. Okay. Oh, so it's Down on the by the side Caspian of the Sea to the east, yeah, Russia yeah, to the north, yeah. and Georgia to the northwest, Armenia to the west, and Iran to the south. What's the population? The population is estimated 10 million people. Holy shit. James, the what thing is... that people don't talk about is that Azerbaijan is a it's a land of contrast. Okay. No, I don't know. That's all I got. I was going to say, the thing that people don't talk about is Azerbaijan as a whole. I've never heard this word before like three minutes ago. Yeah, I honestly ago, really. thought you were joking when you said it's for sure um, a country. I'm like, oh. that's not a country. Oh <laughs> shit, it is a country. No, I knew it was a country. That wasn't. That was never up in the air for me. But you don't remember anything about seventh and eighth grade where we learned we had to we learned and were quizzed on the name and capital of every country in the world. Oh yeah, but I was also quizzed on every country in the world in high school, and yet <laughs> it still somehow slipped my oh. recollection. I will, I, t- unless there's a new country, I will recognize every name of a country as the name of a country, and I've got a 50-50 shot at knowing the capital. What's the capital of Azerbaijan? Go. Bak- Baku. Wow. That's impressive. I only know that because Google asks, is it safe? Is Azerbaijan a safe country? And then down like three or four, it says, is it safe to visit Baku? Oh. So, Yes. Uh, also, Azerbaijan is among the top 20 safe countries in the world. There's a very low probability of getting robbed. I believe level it. of crime is also low. As for the capital, Baku, the ranking shows that it's very safe both in the daytime and the night. Man, why do, why do I not know about Azerbaijan? The official language is Azerbaijani. Yeah. Azerbaijan. And they have their own currency? Yeah, they got, they got out of being one of the stands because they were part of the USSR. Oh, interesting. Supposedly, it also, though, it has a, uh, a history of uh, cracking down hard on any sort of um, like political protest or anything. 
Ah, uh, okay. I'm so is there like yeah. a national religion? I don't know if there's any. I think it's just more the current political party is doesn't uh, want anyone to criticize it. Government is unitary dominant party, semi pre something. According to Human Rights Watch, the space for independent activism, critical journalism, and opposition political activity has been extinguished as so many people are arrested and jailed and laws and regulations restricting the activities of groups and their ability to secure funding adopted. Other human rights problems include torture, interference in the work and independence of lawyers, and restrictions on media freedoms. I could see that. Well, it's basically like if you just kind of live there and keep your head down, it's probably a great place to live. But if you don't, if you don't like the, uh, if you don't like the current government, and you want to say that you don't yeah. like them, it's not a not a great place. So it sounds like it's kind of like a Saudi Arabia, except with less, I think, less stoning of of people. Or UAE, because UAE is like Saudi Arabia, but they they feel like they're woke. Minus the stoning. (laughs) They feel like they're woke. They're not, but they really feel that way because they look over at Saudi Arabia and they're like, those guys. (laughs) Those fucking Saudis. fucking Saudis. (laughs) Yeah, people don't mention UAE often enough. Like, when people talk about the Saudis and Saudi Arabia, I think pretty much more often they mean UAE. Because UAE was all the richest Saudis were like, hey, let's make our own country. United Arab Emirates. An emirate, I think, is like some sort of a land baron, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like a... I thought it was like synonymous to like sultan, like an emperor, but like not really. Like it it is. Like, yeah, it's a big wealthy landowner. It's a political right, territory oil. that is ruled yeah. by a dynastic Arabic or Islamic monarch styled emir. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Back to Azerbaijan. Okay, let's talk they, more about Azerbaijan. <laughs> I image searched it because uh, I keep seeing a lot of things about Russian people and I was curious about like what the Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan peoples look like. Uh-huh. Um, but so far, I can't get past these fucking pictures of these super duper futuristic buildings that look like a giant robot claw coming out of the ground. See, to me, they look like the Partridge Family cartoon. Yeah, partridges are penguins. Now I can't unsee penguins. They're yeah, that's great. It's fantastic. The city looks beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want to go there. Hello, world is on. Is that the right group? Come on, I get happy. Yeah, Partridge Family. It's a theme to the Partridge Family. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I'm on the right track. Whole lot of living is what begin. Come on, get happy. Man, back when uh, when TV was better. My mom was stuck in that TV. I watched. People are like, oh, you don't know. You don't know about old TV. I'm like, you don't know my mom because I grew up watching <laughs> Carol Burnett, Mary Tyler Moore, Partridge Family, Eight is Enough. I wasn't allowed to watch the new shows. I had to watch the old shows. Well, the old shows were better <laughs> than the new shows. Well, Even Seinfeld, like the shows. She did well, let me watch okay. Seinfeld, but Seinfeld is Seinfeld. Yeah, I agree. I, I still have only seen one or two episodes of that. 
You've only seen one or two episodes of Seinfeld? Yeah, I know. I need to keep... I need to watch more. Yeah. You know, but then I'd have to do something other than just rewatch Always Sunny, you know? Uh, that's true. It's on It's on the Hulu. Then you'll understand the big joke, because on, on Due by Friday this week, when they were starting the show, there was a whole thing where Max and Merlin were going back and forth going, Hello! <laughs> yeah. And that is 100% a Seinfeld bit. Oh, oh yes. okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jerry breaks up with her just to do the bit. <laughs> she comes back around. He knows where his priorities are. Yeah, and then he tries to do the bit some more with his friends, and they're like, that's not funny now that she's not dating her. <laughs> Hello! Uh, yeah. One of my favorite, like, Seinfeld Lotso's is the Mulva thing. Oh. <laughs> Can't remember this girl's name, but knows that it, it sounds like a female body part. It rhymes with anatomy. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> he can't fucking he can't remember what it is, and then at the end he's like Mulva, and she fucking breaks up with him. Yeah, and then he oh finds out it's God. Dolores. Her name's Dolores. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of the girls that he dated, like if you follow their careers, it's nuts. Like Anna Gunn was one of his girlfriends. From, Who's that? She's the wife on uh, Breaking Bad. Really? Oh. Which girlfriend was she? Anna Gunn. Uh, she appears on the episode The Glasses. The Glasses. George gets his eyeglasses stolen and needs to buy a new pair. Oh, yeah, and then that's when George has the glasses that where he can see perfectly, but they're women's glasses. Yeah. While not wearing his... Oh, this is the girl where George squints. Because everyone thinks that when he squints, he can see perfectly. George thinks he sees Jerry's cousin Jeffrey kissing her. But it turns out that it's just a blonde sheriff kissing a horse. Okay, great. And there's the part where Jerry doesn't know what to believe when later George bites into an onion, mistaking it for an apple. Causing Jerry to shout... <laughs> You're eating onions, you're spotting dimes, I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah, so Jerry accuses her of kissing his cousin Jeffrey, who looks like a horse. But it turns That's out that it's just some blonde woman riding a horse. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and a gun. And a gun. What a great name. I guarantee that's that can't be her real name. Anna Gunn. Well, it's got two ends in it. It might be. That's a name. Anna Gunn is her real name. <laughs> <laughs> Daughter of Sharon Anna Catherine Shauna Gunn. And my mouse just died. Oh, oh R.I.P. Mouse. Son of a bitch. I'm going to turn on my computer in a week and see why the fuck was I looking up Anna Gunn on IMDb. <laughs> I think Zach's about to do exactly what I was about to do. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 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 
Oh, I, I've, it sounded like we both had the same idea at the same time. It was just going to be a, a test to see who got there first. Yeah, I went I went, and Zach was already there with the cursor. <laughs> I, oh, I can't even see what you guys are talking about because I fucking have no idea. <laughs> I can't get back to my, my fucking thing. There's a key. There's a quick key way to do that, right? Switch tabs. Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't shift know. Shift tab, shift tab, shift tab, shift tab, tab. Nope, shift Hello? tab. Damn it. Shift what? Tab? Hello? What does shift tab do? Shoot. So far, shift tab tabbed. Yeah. Shift tab goes backwards. It tabs backwards. But there's a way to... Can shift tab? Maybe. I don't know what you're doing. No. Ah, what is this? I can't get out of it. It pulled up a... <laughs> Pulled up a window that says, "What the heck is a pivot table?" <laughs> Click on the draw. I don't understand oh, what I James, just did now. James, I can't get control out of tab. Control tab. Control tab. Thank you. I googled it, but I did not know. Okay, but now I can't get out of this thing. Oh, <laughs> I can't help you with that. Shift Command Tab. What is a pivot table? I don't understand what this is. Oh, I don't. I can't. I broke my computer. Oh, I can't no. get out of this. Oh, no. My mouse is dead, and I don't know where I am. <laughs> Maybe no. if I do that again. Control, shift, command. Ah, damn it. It just re- <laughs> it restarted the fucking window. I don't oh. understand what this is. Oh, man. Oh, boy. I can't get out of it. I can't even Google how to get out of this. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, command shift. Command shift. And then search keyboard shortcuts. Nan does nothing. Command shift does nothing? Did my keyboard die too? Am I just lost in the fucking... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Adrift at sea. I don't understand what's happening here. Oh, no. I, cannot... I didn't get a notification that the keyboard died. But there are no lights on it, so I can't tell. No. <laughs> Oh, Apple. <laughs> Told you, That's you got to spin the dough and get those magic, the magic mouse, the magic keyboard. I have, it came with my fucking iMac. I have one. Is it magic? Is it magic? Yeah. No, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Maybe I don't use mine enough, and so it seems magic to me how long they get, they stay charged. Yeah, that's possible. Or if it, if it turns like if you turn your computer off every day, maybe it turns it off too. I don't know. I've I've never turned my computer off. Really? I don't either. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's a, that's an Apple thing, Zach. You don't you don't have to. You can just put them to sleep and everything's fine. Well, I don't think I technically have to either, but then the the light will kind of stay on. Oh no, they 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 hold their battery. It's it's crazy. It's like uh like uh, an Amazon Fire. Kindle Fire tablet. I had a Kindle Fire tablet that I turned off and stuck in a drawer for four months. And then I opened it up and it still had full battery. Jesus. Because I had turned it off somehow. It was like, yeah, okay, I'll save save the battery. Wow. Or Christine's scooter. Christine has an electric scooter now, too. (coughs) Stuck it in a closet. It's been in there for at least a month. Pulled it out today because she used it to get to showbiz for the show. And uh, full power. Nice. <laughs> Sitting in the closet for a month that did, didn't do anything to it. Which is the way it should be. 
It's just With, not yeah, often the way that battery. it is. Yeah. No, sadly. <laughs> because of the whole planned obsolescence thing. And all, yeah, all kinds of reasons. Like, why are you using your battery? You're turned off. Well, you know, we needed to keep up on this and that. Yeah, we need to update our inner time, right? Mm-hmm. The fucking internal time thing or whatever. Or uh, your location. Why do you need my location when it's off? Because of big government. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. If I go to the location services. Ooh. Oh, James texted us things. Beautiful Azari girl. Dot MP4. Yeah, that was. We were yeah, looking at that a while ago. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That was that in was my something. image search for Azerbaijan girl. Oh, you went for girls. <laughs> Specifically, yeah. Let's see, let's see. How do I find my... Who's using my location? That's somewhere in here. Because I've, I've checked this recently, but on my phone, I have specifically said everything that, like, if you're going to use my location, you can only use it while I'm using the app. Sure. But some... I'm sure there's a way around that somehow. Well, that's why you delete apps. That's why you don't keep... <laughs> oh, it's under privacy. That's why you don't keep... Uh, Uber and Lyft on your phone. See, now I'm oh, okay. They're doing it that. all the time. Now, does that. So, okay. With Apple products, if you don't use a thing for like three weeks, it, it fucking uninstalls itself, right? Yes. It deletes itself, and then you have to like reinstall it. Yes. Does it still do that? Does it still track your location and shit when, when it's got the cloud under it? Probably. Ah, oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I have DoorDash. DoorDash probably does that. Yeah, you're probably right. But I use DoorDash often enough. See, that's the thing about having a kid. So I have a kid, and I stay home with the kid pretty often. But her prime nap time generally is like from 11 to 3, which is prime. Let me get some lunch time. So I need DoorDash as a father (laughs) so that while she's (laughs) napping, I can get my Hawaiian barbecue. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> yay for oh no! Or do you do L and L? I do whatever's cheaper at the moment for delivery fees. Ah. Gotcha. I we like to do uh, double mac and less rice. Ah, uh, they don't let you do that in the DoorDash app. Really? Yeah, because huh. I don't give a shit about the rice. I want all the mac. Yeah, it's delicious. Best what is I can it? tell, fish oil. There's onions in it. Is it onions? onions? Yeah, mm-hmm. and carrots. Because there's something about Hawaiian macaroni salad. I hate macaroni salad. But when I get Hawaiian food, I want all the macaroni salad. Well, yeah, it's different. It's It may have some protein in it. It may have like some fish, but I don't think so. Because they'd have to warn you that it had fish in it. I don't know. There's something fishy about it. Uh, Zach, are you big on Hawaiian barbecue at all? You know, it's been... Uh, I don't eat out. Very much at all, and it's been. I think I've had it like once or twice in my life, and it's been years. So I, I can't really say one way or the other how much into it or not into it I am. I also have a feeling about Hawaiian barbecue macaroni salad that if you were in a place where you had unlimited Hawaiian macaroni salad, it would be less good. Yep. Due to the yep. scarcity Even three of is it. Too much. Yeah. Just because it's so scarce on your plate, that adds to how good it is to you. Yeah. But it, it mixes very well with all of the other shits that's on there. Fuck yeah, it does. 
don't, don't get me started on Hawaiian barbecue. Those are the two things. Like if it if if it were up to me and I didn't care how much I weighed or how much I spent on things and whatever, I would eat only Hawaiian barbecue and Taco Bell. You could probably still lose weight if you just ate one meal a day and it was either of those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair, and and uh, that would keep my grocery costs down too. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> do you do uh, spam? Uh, occasionally, I mostly stick with uh, like a barbecue chicken. Sure. Or some ribs. What? They have a, a barbecue beef masubi that is really good. Never tried the spam one because Jenny is not at all into spam. Oh, spam's great. Spam has yeah. seen a weird inflation of price. Really? It's the cheap meat, right? That's yeah, what, it used to be like 98 cents a can. That's what you think of like, spam as. Spam is like the cheap way to have meat. But it used to be 98 cents a can, but now it's like $7 a can. Jeez. Right? It's stupid. It's ridiculous. Because I always used to think of that as the cheap meat. And so I, yeah. growing up, I had never, ever had... Mm-hmm. Spam, like once in my life, but CJ is actually the one that got me to try it for the first time on one of our camping trips. Yep, because it's Dude, delicious. Spam and potatoes was a staple in my house growing up. Like you could feed fucking five people for two dollars. Hell yeah, yeah. But now it's actually it's actually really expensive. So <laughs> spam is like a luxury item now. Where sometimes you're like, you yeah, know what? let's get the spam. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird to hear someone say, yeah, let's, let's fucking live it up. Spam for once, yeah, like, luxury. Or or Vienna sausages, it's the same deal. Yeah, used to be cheap as shit. Now it's like fucking, yeah, super pricey. Isn't spam an acronym? Uh, yes, uh, it is. It's spam is. Come on, come on, come on. History. I can't Google it. Otherwise, I. <laughs> <laughs> I think both me and CJ are rushing to the Wikipedia page right now. Literally lost to the world. Am I special? So my charges just a little bit. Special army meat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Spam. When I was in first grade, we had a little presentation on spam and how it was initially designed for like rations, mm-hmm. and then uh, and they designed it in such a way that you could use the pop top as a cutter for it. Oh, as a knife. I've yeah, so you there. could take off that little square thing and and just slice up your spam with the lid for the spam. Did that on my on my hitchhiking trip, actually. Yeah, yeah, right. It's great. I mostly ate <laughs> rice during that trip, and occasionally I would get meat, and so sometimes the meat was spam because spam takes you takes you far. Yes. If you yes. if you don't have a lot of food and you have a can of spam, you can go pretty far. Yeah, because you can't eat a whole can unless it's like fried. Yes. But if you're you can eat it raw. I mean, yes. it's not raw, but you can eat it out of the can. But. <laughs> Can't eat a bunch of it. <laughs> I've popped, yeah, exactly. I have popped the top on a can of spam and eaten it with a fork. It, I oh, didn't yeah. finish, absolutely. but I, I absolutely have done that. Yeah, it's fat and it's calories. Mm-hmm. No carbs though, right? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Nutritional data: uh, three grams of carbs. Oh, pretty low. One percent d- daily value. Any fiber? No, no. No fiber. That's all right. But 13 grams of protein. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so wait. So first of all, let's say, so serving size is 100 grams, which is a little under one-third of a package. (laughs) 
So if you eat an entire package of Spam, you've almost hit your daily value of protein. Yeah. And like doubled your daily value of fat, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> more than. You have more, more than, than doubled. Because yeah. one serving is 41% of your daily fats. Mm-hmm. So three servings is 123%. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But carbs, that only puts you at about 3% of your carbs. Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, 57% of your daily value of sodium, which doesn't Mm, surprise me at all. Oh, oh, Jesus. (laughs) Well, you're making it sound so appealing right now. Yeah, it, that's by the way, product. that's in the 100 gram serving size, not in the eating an entire can. Right, right, yeah. Which that should be, you should get an award if you can <laughs> eat an entire can of spam like raw with a fork. Like you should get some sort of plaque or something. I'll Never be- mind the the arterial plaque that you're developing. I'll bet that's like a contest. That's like a race. <laughs> Who can eat an entire can of Spam the fastest? Cold. Yeah. Yuck. Oh, God. With that little jelly on the bottom of yeah. it. Yeah. Gotta eat the jelly. You gotta eat the jelly. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Good challenge for our first challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, this is not an applicable challenge. <laughs> don't actually do this and email us, please. Although, if don't you're assume doing it, that we will video. either. Yeah. Spamarama was a yearly festival held around April Fool's Day in Austin, Texas. The theme of Spamarama was a gentle parody of Spam. Rather than a straightforward celebration, the event at the heart of the festival was a Spam cook-off that originated as a challenge to produce the most appetizing recipe for the meat. A rule of the event was that contestants had to be prepared to eat the Spam dish if requested by a judge. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. Hawaii holds an annual Spam Jam in Waikiki. Yeah, they love Spam in Hawaii. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Though. Looking at the uh, Wikipedia page has told me that it's very popular there. Well, Hawaii is a country slash state that uh, was very formed by the United States Armed Forces. <laughs> Go figure. For which Spam was invented as a ration. Because Hawaii, yeah, when you put it like that, it's not very not not as surprising. Yeah, <laughs> but because Hawaii, remember, I don't you maybe I don't know if you learned this at all because we we took the same class where I learned this, but you don't remember things. But <laughs> Hawaii used to be owned, based, so first of all, Hawaii used to be its own like principality, um, and they had their own queen, yeah, like a monarchy basically. Her queen, what was the queen's name? <clears throat> it was very long. Um, she, <laughs> the queen had a very long name, Makaliki Tiki. And um, but then the Dole Pineapple Corporation took over the entire country. Yes. And then after that, America took over the country because it was easier to get us towards Asia. <clears throat> yeah, I remember the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly, I gotta remember her name. <laughs> she was but held hostage by the Dole Corporation. What the hell was her name? History, Kingdom of Hawaii, Republic of Hawaii, Kamehameha, that's right. Kamehameha, that's right. Because her name King sounded Kamehameha. like, her, the, the name sounded like what, the, what Goku yelled in Dragon Ball Z, Kamehameha. <laughs> I'm impressed that you know that. 
<laughs> That's all I know. I don't know a lot about Dragon Ball Z, but I know he says Kamehameha, and there's a green guy. The green guy was an alien. Uh, his name was yeah, Piccolo. Yeah. That sounds right. All right, I lied. I'm not back. My shit is still dead. <laughs> oh, but it was enough for oh. me to at least get rid of that stupid, stupid window. <laughs> you know, I'm glad I didn't say welcome back. You know, it made me look silly. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> back. Fucking mouse is still dead, bitch-ass mouse. Damn mouse. I remember when... Do you guys remember when Cartoon Network first started showing Dragon Ball Z? Because it first came to America. Yeah. And it was oh, like yeah, an, it was an event. You had to go watch Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I and wa- like go ahead. half of the fucking 20 minute episodes were somebody charging up their power. Ah! Yeah. For like, yeah. I, no, I watched about the first three episodes of Dragon Ball Z during that time. And then I just lost interest. And then, no, I remember trying to watch it, but not for you. I just, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It just it was like one of these things where it just I wasn't so enthralled that I had to watch the next thing. So then I was like, well, I guess I don't care enough to really watch this. But um, then I came back like a year or two later, and everyone was very different from <laughs> the way they were <laughs> when I saw them in the first couple episodes. And I was like, oh, okay. Plus our like, friend, what has happened? Plus our friend Paul, who has come up many times on here, had gotten very into it during that time, and that was enough to make me stay away as well. Yeah, there's some people that just do that. Like if you're into something, clearly I'm not going to be into this thing. Yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't be into it. Yeah, yeah. Not we below. What's what's the term I'm thinking of for like a little fake Japan boy? Weeaboo. Weeaboo. But you came up with that one real quick. <laughs> yeah. Shh, don't tell anyone. Yeah. So anyway, our friend our friend Paul to this day is a total weeaboo. And I didn't know anything about that thing, that culture, but I knew I didn't want to be like Paul. Right. And that's enough. Yes. <laughs> I still Poor stand Paul. by it though, like you should watch Avatar the Last Airbender from start to finish as a cartoon if you can, if you can find it. I hear this. I, I would I would second that too. All right, I hear I hear it is good, and I don't doubt it. I'm not going to there, watch it. There's I've seen like I'm not super big into anime because I've tried I've tried to get into some of it, but it all ends up being like super fucking weird. It's, yeah. But Avatar: The Last Airbender is a good, uh, really good. When I went to high school. I went from a tiny school where I went with Zach and Zach probably went through this exact same thing because I think your story is the exact same as mine, but we went from a tiny school where we knew everybody just full stop to a huge high school with thousands of people where we had never met any of them before. Yes. Just 3000 strangers and you're just, there you are. Let's go to school. (laughs) Make, Make some friends. And so when I first started in high school, the people who I connected with and sort of they accepted me and I became their friends, many of them were in the anime club because they were big anime boys. So I started going to the anime club because I liked having friends better than I liked hanging around, looking at my shoes, not not knowing anybody. But... (laughs) But I would go to the anime club and increasingly I would just go to the anime club and insist that we talk more about um, 
Pokemon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it probably didn't take too much coursing. Though. No, it took a lot of coursing because they all wanted really? to watch. They all wanted to watch Dragon Ball Z and fruits baskets and stuff. I guess I, I assume there's going to be more crossover. <laughs> yeah, they just really didn't care about Pokemon, so I ended up leaving the anime club. You know, surprise, surprise. But I was <laughs> for a time in something called the anime club, and I there may even be a yearbook with my picture in it. What was the goth situation like when you guys were in school? Heavy. Like, okay. But, like, so our friend Gianna at one time told me that she was goth in high school. I doubt And the way she described it, I know. But the way she (laughs) described it was more to me like, okay, so you were actually like an emo kid who was like a goth kid's younger sister. Zach, Zach and I went to school during the transition. Okay. Okay. Because there was a definite transition from goth to emo with the emo kids thinking that they were goth. Right. Yep. There also was the transition because I lived through it where I liked what was called emo music starting freshman sure. year. My sure. freshman year was in 2004. I loved Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World is an emo oh, band. Shit. Yeah. By nature, just they are, yeah. They are an emo band, but this was before emo became a different thing. Right. And so there was a transition point during high school where someone was like, what music do you like? And I said emo, and they're like, ugh, you like that shit? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Emo rocks. Are you kidding me? But then it turned out that emo had been co-opted by a different group with a different sound. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that I did not like and I was sitting around listening to The Middle by Jimmy World yeah, loving how, no. how much I loved my emo music and <laughs> <clears throat> anyway um, from from our freshman year to our senior year there was a major difference between what was goth and what was emo Gianna is younger enough than we are that yeah. she would have been caught up in that and been an emo kid possibly I guess but identified as a goth but kid, identified but really, as a goth like, yeah but yeah but really was not i'm like because in my day and i i try to explain this to her like a goth kid was a kid who dyed his hair black and wore black lipstick and black eye shadow and yes. uh mascara and painted his face white and wore black nails and wore a trench coat and uh covered in chains mm-hmm. chains in your pocket <laughs> chains on your pants chains on anything boots with spikes on them like absolutely. those were the goth kids absolutely right like not just you wore black lipstick and black eyeshadow. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, that was right. that was something like, else. That was an element, but it was not the same. And then emo translated into scene. Do you remember the scene? Yeah. Scene. God, I was too old for that to even know that that was happening. I was slightly too old, but also there were girls I liked who were seen, and I was like, "Ugh, oh. I, <laughs> I would like to date you, but I do not want to date a scene girl." Right. We can't tell anybody about it, but we can still hook up. Right. <laughs> exactly. And so for me, that was yeah. college. The big scene time was college. I remember when I first heard that term, like I had been sort of separated from people, I guess, for mm-hmm. a while. And like someone was saying that and I was like, wait, what are you saying? Are you <laughs> saying that they, that they <laughs> like that they're see, like, yes, I see them. Yeah. Right. So of course they're seen. They're seen. Like whereas goth was unseen and they're like, no, no, no. Like seen in a movie. And I was like, wait, what, what yeah. are you saying? Like, explain this to me. <laughs> like, how is that a thing? But yeah. okay. 
So exactly. Just as goth transitioned to emo, emo transitioned to scene. And now I don't know what the hell. I think maybe it's dubstep. I don't, I don't know what the kids do. I yeah. got, I mean, I work at a high school and first of all, let me tell you, I, I, <laughs> I, I know that I was a part of this issue when I was in high school, but high school kids have such a fragrance and it's not, <laughs> it's not BO. I know that it's them covering their BO, but every single kid smells heavily of a fragrance. And so there are times where I am standing there and an entire class full of high school kids is walking past me and it is like so aggressive how many perfumes and colognes I have to smell walking past me. For me, it was Axe Body Spray and Love Spell or Cucumber Melon. (laughs) Axe Axe Body Spray. What is the – I think I used – there was Tag also, but there was a green one. Axe – green bottle let's see what what was it bod was, was it called bod this is B-O-D. called Fre- oh yeah i want your bod <laughs> oh god i completely <laughs> forgot about that <laughs> oh my god yeah but that, it had, like an actual like spritzer bottle like yeah a, like, like like a windex yeah. <laughs> yes yes <laughs> I completely forgot that existence. Oh, Jesus. Maybe it was Twist or Pulse. What the fuck was it called? I used the green axe. And then I switched to tag. And now I am a very different man because I shower once a week and I don't (laughs) use deodorant. And I rarely use soap when I shower because of... (laughs) personal reasons (laughs) so when i was young i i determined that so the very first deodorant that i got was a spray on deodorant Mm -hmm. was uh like a a, some sport thing right in a brown bottle brown can there was like an aerosol spray didn't quite work and then one day and i like and i tried a whole bunch because you know when you're first starting like you get weird bo like it comes you know it's not just like a regular man like body scent like it's like a weird you know i i can't even explain it like but it's weird it's different every man knows Uh, what you're talking about right now yeah yeah (laughs) so uh i but i ran out of the one deodorant that i had and the only other deodorant in the entire house was my grandma's deodorant Mm. and she used mitchum unscented liquid roll-on deodorant what yes and I was like, well, I mean, I have to. I have to use something, right? Because otherwise I'm going to be the stinky kid at school. Sure. Um, and so it actually worked amazing. Like, it stopped my BO from happening for two and a half, three days the, the first time that I, I was like, what? Like, what is this? Right? But it was gross. It was like a, a liquid that you literally had to roll onto your underarm. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, just... But. It was super effective, and it was neutral. It had no smell, so I could wear whatever cologne that I wanted, and it didn't clash. Huh. Right, so I swore by Mitchum unscented roll-on for years, years and years. Uh, and now, I after literally after I got married, I, I was still using it up until I got married. Uh, and Jenny was like, "Yeah, like that's that's gross to use like a liquid, <laughs> like you know." And it, it does like like cause weird like build up on your shirts and shit 
Um, but so now I switched to Mitchum Advanced Care. Hmm. Um, it's still, and I've tried other brands of deodorant, but it's still just the best one that like kicks out your BO. Like if you use it, you just don't get BO no matter what. Huh. Um, but so I, I still use deodorant. <laughs> yeah. I, and, but I yeah, and it's Mitchum. <laughs> Oh yeah, please never never take it as me going like because no one should. Yeah. It's just it's been a personal journey over the last decade basically. Right. That has led to I don't use deodorant and I don't use soap that often and please let me know if I ever stink because I'll I'll handle it. It's more of an experiment, I'm sure. It started as an experiment, but I mean, it's been years since I've used deodorant. I just it, just doesn't come up and i sweat believe me i sweat just for some reason the chemistry of my body does not lead to me being a stinky person well and again if you're wearing clean clothes right because part of the mm -hmm. problem is in high school like you're sweating and then it's drying and then it's you know it's new bacteria you're not quite getting used to it and you're you may not you know have clean clothes all the time like yeah, yeah. yeah. but like yeah yeah but anyway high school kids have an odor <laughs> stink it's no, and it's not even a stink. It's just too much odor. There's too much smell. I wish there was less smell. <laughs> Please, high school kids of America, you don't take a take less a tip smell. take a tip from Jonathan Van Ness. Spray, delay, and walk away. <laughs> or take a tip from Doctor Rule and just put some vinegar on it. Did you ever think of that? Uh, <laughs> you ever go down to Doctor Bronner's hole? I. I used Dr. Bronner's for like a while. What is that? That's the soap where there's an entire freaking um, testimony written all over it where it's a special, it's a special soap that Dr. Bronner claims that you can use it as a soap and as a paste and as a shampoo. He's, he's a German guy. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> but all over it. Like, let's see. Dr. Bronner. And then I'll hit images because every single bottle has a ton of shit written all over it. Oh, shit. <laughs> a ton of shit. Yeah. Yes. If absolute unselfish. I am not for me. I am not bad. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm reading. I'm literally reading a soap bottle. So when your fellow <laughs> man you measure, take him at his best. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Teach with 6,000 years. It's it's a trip to read a Dr. Bronner's bottle because it's just a guy yeah, going crazy like and someone wrote it down and put it on a bottle. But the soap is very good and it's it's full of mint and menthol. And you see so you just tingle the whole time that you're using it. You just tingle, tingle, tingle. Emmanuel Bronner. Son of a bitch. I can't hmm. get this goddamn key. Hey, I got it. All right. <laughs> Oh God, Doctor Emmanuel Bronner, the ma soap? maker of Doctor Bronner's magic soaps. He used product labels to promote his moral and religious ideas, including a belief in the goodness and unity of humanity. Hmm. All right. I, so now there's a stupid window on my computer telling me that Bluetooth mouse or trackpad setup is not connected, oh, God. <laughs> which I. I understand. It's attempting to connect with the mouse, but the mouse is turned off, you bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is nonsense. I, I, I literally just, like, the computer died. 
it, it went off, it went to sleep. And I was like, I got to look up this Dr. Bronner soap. And mm-hmm. so I, I used the keyboard. And now it's telling me, like, oh, I can't function without the mouse. Oh, uh, what a dick. I know. I hate, I hate life. Dr. Bronner <laughs> soap, it's going to run you like $17. Yes, it's a Castile soap. It's an 18-in-1. He claims there are 18 uses for it. It's an 18-in-1 okay. hemp pure Castile liquid soap. There is a great documentary on Netflix about Dr. Bronner. It's called something. Give me a moment. Legacy. Uh, it's called Dr. Bronner's Magic Soap Box. Boy, I mm. wish I could do anything other than this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor James. After Bronner's death, his family has continued to run the business. His grandson, David Bronner, is currently the CEO. The family has said that the labels he wrote will not change except when required by government regulations. So, pretty soon, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, his family was big on Nazism. Oh, he was born in 1908, which means he was fully an adult during during the German Empire. Um, the Jews weren't allowed to use the soap. Yeah. He immigrated. Oh, he came to the United States before Hitler. He immigrated oh, okay. to the United States in 1929, dropping Heil because his original name is Heilbronner. Yes. His original Why name are is, all of the people advertising this Indian? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that. So he dropped Heil from his name because of its associations with Nazism. He became a naturalized citizen in 1936. Oh, he was Jewish. So he. So his family did not support <clears throat> Nazism, or they did, and he was like, fuck you, family? No, his family was Jewish. He asked them to come to America with him because he was afraid of the Nazi party's ascendance. They refused. His last, this is very sad, his last contact with his parents was in the form of a censored postcard saying, you were right, your loving father. Oh, that is deep. And his parents died in the Holocaust. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Poor guy. Anyway, Dr. Bronner's magic soap. I may have to look into this. I am intrigued by being able to brush my teeth with soap yeah. without it being like a, a weird punishment from my childhood. Right. Oh, shit. Did you ever have to do that? I had to do that once. Oh, and man. It's bad. What? <laughs> I don't recall ever having to do that. Not brushing my brush teeth, but teeth I did have to, eat it? I did yeah, to stick it bite. in my mouth. Just, just hold yep. it in my mouth for a while. What did you say that caused that to be your punishment? I have no idea. That tells me that it's a <laughs> shitty punishment because I have no idea what I said. Right. No, not at all. <clears throat> I was probably five and I didn't learn how to curse until I was about 12. So it wasn't a curse word. It was like saying something mean. Yep. Uh. <clears throat> so uh, that doesn't work as a punishment. No, I can remember several different instances. I remember who fucking made me do it. But I couldn't tell you why. Oh, exactly. <laughs> like, I can see Both, it. Yeah. I can see it, especially yeah. because it's the bathroom that now is four feet away from my bed. I can right. see where I was standing and what the soap looked like. Because you remember how you used to get those bars of soap and they would get the stripes of black in them? Yes, which was nasty fucking bacteria. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, that went in my mouth. Yeah. Oh, God. That's fine. Actually, probably boosted your immune system. You're okay. <laughs> yeah, I lived, obviously. <laughs> oh, 
Because that was like 20, <laughs> at this point, what, 24 years ago? Yeah. So, so everything's fine. So both of my grandmas individually, <clears throat> separate instances, made me put the bar in my mouth. My dad made me take a bite out of a bar of soap. <laughs> not really, it, but just take an actual bite out of it so that it fucking coats your front teeth nice mm. and fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then as a prank one time, my sister uh, mixed a bunch of Dawn dish soap with some water and put it in a popsicle tray in the freezer. <laughs> and so like I went to pull out this popsicle and it was still like slushy. And I was like, oh, yes, like that's the best. And so I grabbed a fat spoonful. And just put a, yeah. s- a giant oh bite of, of Dawn dish soap in my mouth. Like a nice, yeah, was, that was unfortunate. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I'm trying to think of crazy things my grandparents ever did. So I have one set of grandparents who never, ever punished me for anything because they saw me once every two years. So Sure. <laughs> So we'll they're not. They weren't going to waste any time with with punishing me. They were just trying to get some time in with their grandson. Yeah. But my other ones, I know that my grandpa's told me the story many times of how once when I was like four, my mom was dropping me off to stay with them so that she could do something. So I had to stay with them overnight, and I was mad at her because I wanted to stay with her. So I like I yelled at her or something, and my grandpa hit me, slapped me across the face or something. Because that's how he had raised his children. <laughs> was when they were disrespectful, he just smacked the shit out of them. And I was his first grandson that he had ever done that to. And so according to his story, I gave him a look right after he hit me that informed him that he was like, okay, I have now learned I am not going to hit my grandchildren. Right, you broke his heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where I don't remember that, but I do remember the dressings down that I would get from my grandpa about things that seemed very silly. Once I walked on the grass right after he watered the grass. Oh, dude, how dare you? Oh, I That's know. That's the worst offense to a grandpa. He chewed me out, and so it's like I've got a lot of weird things when I'm at their house that I don't do because I got chewed out by him for them and even though i'm an adult i'm like fuck it i can walk on the grass like I'm, right I'm, I'm standing in the backyard i'm like hey just water this grass i could go walk on this grass he's not gonna do anything i'm a 30 year old man and i still don't do it because i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> they had this clock did you guys ever see these clocks that were under a glass dome and they had a little skinny yes, thing? little balls yeah i yeah. don't think i have they had one of these. I don't know what how else to describe it, Zach. There's this little spinny thing at the bottom with right now. balls on it, and you keep the clock under a dome. I don't know. They had one on their shelf. I touched it at some point. I got chewed out. And so from then on, I was afraid to touch it. Through, at one time, I was 22, and I was house-sitting for them. I am alone in their house, and that clock is still sitting on the mantle. And I think, Working working and i think you know what i could go you know over what? there and i could touch that clock right now i could just put my finger right on the glass dome i don't need to do anything to ruin it but i could go touch that clock and i never did because i am scared of touching that clock <laughs> i'll never do it did you find anything zach 
clock. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I know. It's like not a big clock, right? No, it's, very small, very small. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I know what we're talking about now. I actually have seen them before. Torsion pendulum clock. It's called a torsion pendulum clock, huh? No, oh, I didn't get that far. I just googled and I just did an image search, and then when I I googled I googled the uh, what, what did I glass glass dome clock balls. Oh yeah, that's my street name. <laughs> me too. <laughs> that that led me led me to what I wanted to see. It's an anniversary clock, so probably a they have it four hundred day. Yeah, from their anniversary or something like it's important in their lives. I don't know. Weird. My yeah, I bet you're right. My Nana and Pappy had one that was from their probably from their anniversary too. Hmm. Psycho makes them. You can still buy them for sixty nine bucks. Howard Miller Christina. For seventy-one dollars, but uh, it so it's also called a four hundred day clock, I think, because they can run for an entire year on a single winding. Yeah, wow. man. Some models will run up to one thousand days on a single winding, but so then that's wow. why it's an anniversary clock because on your anniversary you wind it up again. Oh, okay. 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 That makes that's sense. deep. I totally need to get one of those for my wife now. Yeah, there you go. I bet I bet her grandparents had one too. Yeah, you get one, and then it's your it's now it's your anniversary clock. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. because it sounds like, according to how my grandpa reacted versus how much they cost today, they probably used to cost a lot more. Yeah, probably a couple hundred <laughs> bucks, and back then it was a big deal. Right. <laughs> but um, seventy seventy dollars, like man, I'll, I'll, I'll spend seventy dollars. <laughs> Yeah, on a nice clock. Yeah. And I'll touch that shit however much I want to. Exactly. You don't tell me. I'll touch it with my dick. (laughs) Also, weirdly wanted to. Weirdly. Like, there's something about the smooth motion of the spinning balls. It was just like, all right. Kind of. Just kind of want to see what you're all about in there. Yeah. yeah, It was very intriguing. It was very intriguing. Your grandparents ever dress you down, Zach? Not at all. I mean, you know. We we've already already established that I don't remember a right. whole hell of a lot, so I don't remember being ever really chewed out by them. But I'm sure it happened at some point. I know your papa wasn't home often enough that he probably never did, but maybe Mimi did. Well, yeah, because he he worked he worked nights and yeah. all that. Yeah. So a lot of times when he was home, it was like, be quiet. <laughs> right, because he had to sleep. Yeah. That not, guy, not from him, but no, yeah, exactly. But that that guy, just even looking back, your your papa was one of the hardest working men I've ever known. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, I mean, I mean, James, he was he was in his, I, he was prob he was in his sixties at least, but maybe in his seventies. Last I knew of him, and he was still like, what was he a long haul trucker? Sometimes. Yeah, he never he ne- did, didn't ever do like super long distances. It was always like between here and other places in the valley. But yeah, yeah but he just like this guy like, just if there was a job he was going to do it, and he just did all the jobs to make sure that he earned however much money he needed to earn. Yeah, exactly. Had like two heart attacks, I think, while on the job. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an he was an awesome guy. I have no idea what his name was. What was his name? What was his name? <laughs> I called him Michael. Papa. So his name was Michael. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I called him Papa. So there's. <laughs> I got... Yes, I never quite got around to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are some dudes that just do that, that just like emanate whatever name, you know, 
like Pappy, like people who weren't related to him, people who were his age called him Pappy. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you know, shit. Like, like it was just his name. And yeah. this is my dad's grandpa, right? So my great grandfather, yeah. his name was Owen Carlton. But like the only person that ever called him Owen was his wife, Nana. Oh, shit. <laughs> Everybody she didn't else have a name either. Yeah. No, her, well, yeah, her name is Marion. But uh, no, she was Nana. Everybody called her Nana or Nan. People called her Nan a lot. Even people who, and that was the weird, like now that I'm grown, like it's weird thinking about the fact that like every single person in their life called them Nana and Pappy. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, because like, when you're a kid, like, no, that's just their name. Oh, exactly. That's Nana and Pappy. You know, but now that I'm grown, like, no, they were Marion and Owen for like a good for a long years time of their life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and yeah. even like for for other people, like for instance, with with Zach's grandparents, I went over there a lot, and I called his grandparents Mimi and Papa, which is what yeah the their grandchildren were calling them, and that's just I guess that was just their names. It's funny, I had a Mimi <laughs> and Papa too. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were they were technically my aunt it was my grandpa's sister, Dovey, who's everybody called Sissy. They called her Aunt Sissy, but then her grandkids started calling her Mimi, and then Mimi's husband was Uncle Keith. But every you know all of her grandkids started calling her Papa. So like I there was a distinct transition when I was like three or four. Uh, that this is your Aunt Sissy or your Aunt Dovey, mm-hmm. uh, and then but then I. I saw one of my other cousins called them Mimi and Papa, and then it just stuck. So they were my Mimi and Papa, even though they weren't my grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, you already had a, a Pappy, so what do you, you yeah. need to get a Papa? You complete the set. 